Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Sons, many boats, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movie, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Disgraced Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Sillam, and joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member turned droids rights activist turned daimyo of the furless, Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not-so-secret heart of gold, Capitan Matt Romano. Greetings. If you are returning to the show, welcome back. If this is your first listen, we're honored that you could join us. We approach Star Wars from a celebratory point of view, flaws and all. We love it and we have fun with all of it. If you're not having fun, then what I ask is the point. We believe Star Wars is for everyone and we want to make this a safe and fun place for everyone. That said... Our patience does get tested when faced with the more toxic side of the fandom, and that will likely be made clear a little further into this episode. Oh, man. We're back, aren't we? Hey! Oh, yeah. We're right back in, in it. In any case, we're on a set course on our ship, the Starbinger 2, and we're having a nice voyage so far, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. I think things are going really well. It's good to be back, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's real good to be back. And, you know, we're bringing it back to, to our roots this season. You know, we're yeah. back on the Starbinger, just flying through space. You know, uh, Azu's here. Is Azu here? It's yeah. a new season, and we're, yes, with us as well is our new reprogrammed Imperial Interrogator Droid AZ-00, also called Azu. Yeah, um, I'm here. I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Because uh, you didn't say uh, it. This as. is the, officially the beginning of your season four. Um, uh, I said new say. season. You said new season, but you didn't say the number. Uh, um, that's, that's so fair. I guess I'll just do everything around here. I'm already charting the course. <laughs> what else um, is new? I'm I, well, a lot of things are new, uh, Caitlin, because, you know, maybe you didn't read the script. There's a lot new. Um, oh. So I don't know if that's true. You're trying to be, I don't know if you're trying to be cute, but, uh, you know, I'm a droid. It's not going to work. Anyway, all right, um, all right. I'm trying to go through. No, don't rush me. <laughs> I'm trying to go through all of the deep cut lore that this one wanted me to prep, so, you know, leave me alone. I'd be happy to do that, Azu. Now, we are recording on May 30th, 2022, and yes, it is the beginning of our season four, and we are ready to jump into parts one and two Woo. of, that's right, Obi-Wan Kenobi! Kenobi! But before we do that, we're recording right at the end of four days of Star Wars <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's After so much. So they much. were, uh, because of circumstances, they were, you know, we haven't had a celebration in three years or so. The last time was before Rise of Skywalker. Wow. And so they really made up for a lost time. And the news has been flowing nonstop. There's so much of it that we're going to save most of it for later in the show because there's no way we can get through all of it. No way. But we'll kick things off with just some preliminary news about Andor. I've been in this fight since I was six years old. So I'm going to throw it over to Caitlin Ambush and News on the March. News on the March. Why, thank you, Brian. Uh, guys, we have a, a trailer for yeah. Star Wars Andor. Uh, which we all know that we are very excited about. Cassian uh, oh, Andor is a, oh, yeah. is a peach 
It's a peach. This is, this is, it's a peach, Jerry. It's a peach. It's a peach. What's that? I say it's a peach. It's a peach. (laughs) This is proof that it's actually happening. Diego Luna (laughs) is a gift to society. And we now know that we are going to be getting this series released on August 31st of this year, 2022. That is coming up soon. Hot damn. Labor Day, baby. We know, we know this. We know yes, this. We, we know, know this. this. We know this. As far we what we also know is that uh, we know it'll be two seasons, twelve episodes each, Ooh. and the end is going to take us directly into Star Wars Rogue One. My no, God. Now, now that's the one with email. No, that's, yeah. yeah, there we go. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So there, there, there was a fantastic trailer that obviously oh, uh, we, we love seeing. Brian, you got particularly excited to learn that Anton Lesser is in yes. the show. I love Anton Lesser. <laughs> Listeners might know him best as Kyburn from Game of Thrones, but he's in all kinds of British television and has broken into geeky fandom now, and he's just in everything, so I didn't he's, know he was in this. He's, and and Brian my, was very excited about this. in my mind over Anton Lesser. They found some of my experiments too bold. Obviously, our boy Diego Luna is there. Genevieve yeah. O'Reilly is coming back as Mon Mothma. We have Fiona Shaw, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, 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 the, the Senate, and, uh, and Coruscant, and political intrigue. Ooh, There's political so much. Intrigue. Yeah. There's uh, so much. Uh, love it. <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> who even knows? We might even see Saw Gerrera at some point. Who That's fucking right. knows? You're going to hug me. <laughs> it's it's You're like, let's see if we, see can, we can take this political show and really ratchet up the ethical dilemmas. It's like, no problem. Bring in me. I'm right here for all of your ethical needs. So that's that's what we have. We have so much to discuss with Obi-Wan, but obviously we're so excited. We will 100% at one point be discussing Andor, and it's two seasons of 12 episodes, 24 episodes. So they're many episodes. Start, they're just starting to shoot the other, the other season. They're yes. like, I thought it was a one and done, but nope. Same. Nope. Apparently two. So uh, that has been News on the March. <laughs> we really have to move along, but it's like every time I see that guy start hitting the thing with the hammers, I get excited. I've seen it because <laughs> like, yes. they kept playing it during the live stream over and over. And every time they keep more people start pounding on stuff like a galaxy far, far away stomp episode. I just, like, <laughs> I found myself talking like Matt because that trailer, there are trailers and then there are trailers. And that yeah. is just, I, I, I to, to borrow the parlance of Matt and I believe the youngsters everywhere, that is a banger of a trailer. Oh, it's, it's a, a banger. banger of a trailer. Yep. That is a knee slapper. It is a bop. <laughs> knee slapper. Yeah, knee slapper. Yeah, it, sure. is a, it is a bop boom banger, bangerang Peter. That's not a groaner. That's a knee slapper. Yeah. You're doing it. Um, With that, we're going to charge into the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi! Now, here's the thing. We're going to discuss and celebrate the Karkin, Farkin, Criff out of these episodes. Uh, For new canon reveals, we have our canon canon. We have hot takes along the way. We'll sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. Now, this episode is brand new, and we don't want to spoil you for any of it. So be warned that we're about to get into severe spoiler territory for good measure. We're going to bring in our good friend, Werner Herzog. We'll read a quick excerpt from his book, Conquest Ooh. of the Useless, as a ramp up to him sounding the spoiler klaxon. Oh, wow. Werner, You're so lucky, audience. Take it away. Hey, Werner. Waiting for a boat. We all went for a swim in the river. I swam in my long pants and tried to wash out the sticky resin from the tree. 
Mm. The giant tree, which 12 men could hardly be able to span with their arch-stretched arms, had oozed milky, <laughs> sticky juice where what? axes what? and chainsaws had sliced into what it. And sticky now juice? sound the spoiler <laughs> klaxon. That's right, more, more. There's so much Obi-Wan. Sell it. Sell it. Oh, sell man. Yeah, 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 What is that, Caitlin and Bush? There is a clear order in which to watch Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi Part 1 and Part 2 and then listen to our podcast. Yeah. If you haven't watched either part, stop listening right now. Yes. Right now. <laughs> Just to, we really want to be... What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing here? here? This is a Star Wars show. We're going to talk about Star Wars. Even, even if you, <laughs> even if you stay, you're going to find things that you don't like, I guarantee you. Here we go again. Punch it! Hello there. Jedi cannot help what they are. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Kenobi! Obi-Wan Kenobi, parts one and two, debuted on May 27th, 2022 on Disney+. Plus. Part one, directed by Deborah Chow, as is part two. I think she directed the entire thing, and it is just insanely well-directed. Teleplay by Joby Harold, Hossein Amini, Stuart Beatty. Story by Stuart Beatty and Hossein Amini. Score by Natalie Holt, who uh, listeners may know did the score to Loki. Um, yeah. The main Obi-Wan oh, yeah. theme, however, is by the great John Williams. Ooh. And that theme, at least, is out. The yes. whole soundtrack is out, but that theme is. So you can and download it's that theme. It's very good. It's very good. Oh, slaps. It's, it's slaps. That's what it's a knee slapper. It's the, it's a, it is a knee slapper. It's a bop. It's, it's that Obi-Wan theme yeah. that he never got to write, and that's why he wanted to come back. And he just keeps coming back. So cute. Okay, so let's get right into it. Let's get right down to it. That's as they, as, as. Saul Goodman says every five minutes, let's get down to brass tacks. <laughs> First words, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It immediately distinguishes it and says, this is not the Mandoverse. This is yes. not Mando Plus. Um, it, we have those words followed by a lovely recap of the prequels that I don't know if we needed, but it was a really good recap of oh, it. Was nice so good. So yeah. good. And in case, because I do know casual fans that only watched the original trilogy and did watch this show. Mm-hmm. And that was necessary for them because one of them was like, I didn't see any of those. But, you, you know, I was like, but sure. But you're yeah. watching this. He's like, yeah, it's great. I was like, OK. Is that, right. you a, they're like, Brian, are you a Star Wars fan? And I'm like, <laughs> are you a Star uh, Wars fan? You Brian, tell like me, a, are you? Do you like you look, Star Wars? You look like a Star Wars fan. Um, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> this says the but, guy in the Ahsoka shirt. Yeah, no okay. offense. Yeah, I'm currently wearing an Ahsoka long sleeve from her universe. But this really dro- drove home for me, at least, especially on how much of Obi-Wan's life is caught up in Anakin's. Mm-hmm. And there is no yeah. escaping Anakin Skywalker metaphorically, physically, in spiritually, grammatically, um, th- and, and that does not change. We get a brass Lucasfilm logo, which is seems like a you, we're now used to the silvery metallic, mm-hmm. but it's brass. Classy. Take from that what you will. Yep. And a new Star Wars streaming standard of the silhouettes of helmets and droids happens. So that's still a thing. Yeah. Yes. And then we pan in on the jet. We, we pan in and we're in the Jedi Temple where we see a group of Padawans training. And the very first character we see is a black female youngling. And I am convinced that's because she's a character we meet very shortly, but we'll get to that in a minute. And bam, just in case we haven't had enough, 
In comes Order 66 yet again. <laughs> so because we will continue watching different <laughs> yep. points of view from Order 66 until the day we die. Clone Wars, Bad Batch, <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, Book of Boba Fett. The Ooh. list goes on. We've now had about 67 instances of Order 66, including a, a hilarious one in Lego Skywalker Saga as well. <laughs> um, so a, another another Order 66. And though we just started, I want to pause and talk about this because Matt Romano. Yes. You've said you, you're you're known. This is something that, mm-hmm. that you've said a, a few times, that you always want more Order 66. We yes. know this. That's we know thing that I've you've said, said this. Yes. We, we know this. this. Yeah, we know this. We do know this. But this changed. This changed you. This episode in general. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, hit hit you as a parent because you're yes. now a parent of uh, a father of two. Yes, I am, and and I'm sure that events yep. from this week are not lost on anybody. That was in the mix. This hit you in a way that that I wasn't expecting. So I'm wondering if, if you'd be willing, if you can speak to that, Matt Romano. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want to get too much into it because I think it's it's pretty obvious. But I but uh but right away, this scene just hit me. Differently. And I wonder if others had like the same visceral reaction that I had. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily about being a parent, but I don't know, though, the way that it was shot, you know, it was like steady cam. Like it felt like you were in the room with them, like the door is off to the back left. Like, so you don't it's not it's not like the main point of focus isn't like stormtroopers like jumping in. I just felt the whole thing jarring. It's just like it was which was a testament to Deborah Chow because it's like fantastically shot and it was beautiful it's beautiful I, I just i think like at that moment you get this awesome prequel flashback and then like okay i'm ready to get started and then immediately we're thrown back into the prequel era like at order 66 which we knew was going to happen i just didn't think the show was going to start that way no right. and, then, and then brian like you said like the uh, the events of the past week it's just oh my god i'm getting chills thinking about it again it just really hit me hard <laughs> this yeah. this whole two-parter hit you hard yeah as as a father as yeah. I, th- I think parents, there are obvious, and I think it's obvious why, if you've seen these two parts, there are things going on here that hit you ha- that hit you in a different way than, say, they hit me, who is yeah. childless, maidenless, you know. Um, <laughs> but I think, they, I think they, everybody it's can. Equi- it's equivalent. It's, yeah. all, it's, it's all applicable, except right. there are some moments like this where it moves a little bit past applicable and it's like full on, this is a direct link. It's yeah. like, here's this this panhandling veteran. It's like. That's not applicable. That's just pretty much real. And and Star Wars knows what they're doing, you know, with these new, with these new stories. Like they always like, I mean, not that they're relying on this too heavily, but like they've got a lot of family dynamics going on in all of Star Wars. And that's what really Star Wars is at its core anyway. But I think uh, with the generation that grew up with Star Wars that now have their own children and these stories are just like, again, it goes, there's something for everybody in Star Wars. And like, they know how to like pull on that, like parental heartstring. Absolutely, and, and they successfully pulled on yours. They I feel sure like, did. These two yeah. parts, they pulled on on a, on me, and again in a different way for me completely that I was not expecting from more of. <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but from a broken man coming back to life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, see, there's something for everybody. Um, Caitlin and Bush, this is unscripted, but I want to throw it to you. It hit yeah. you as well, right? Oh, absolutely. I think it, it, we'll get into it, but the the surprises that came that I was not expecting. Obviously, we, uh, Obi-Wan is my my favorite Star Wars character, as he is for, for many people, and we knew that this was going to be a very intense series, um, but it, it has taken me by surprise already, and that makes me very happy. Yeah, it's, that's a good way to put it, is, is that it was a surprise. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. You think you know everything, and then... Then you, you don't. 
You don't know yeah. Jack, Zach. You don't know uh, whoa. Okay. Whoa, whoa, there we off. go. We're well, okay. Well, moving with well, Let's, let's move on and see what, see what the life is like in our SAS master general between, uh, between episode three and rebels twin sons. We get our title, Obi-Wan Kenobi and the nice sand thing. That's just the way the title is being displayed and no titles for the different parts. They aren't even listed. We then get 10 years later. It's a little rare for star Wars to have a title card like that, but mm-hmm. you know, it's necessary at this point to just set this is 10 years later, not 20, not, you know, whatever. Yep. And we're an anchorhead on Tatooine, the Grand Inquisitor, Rupert Friend, fifth brother, Sung Kang, and Reva, Moses Ingram, land in a city square and flush a je- flush out a Jedi in hiding, whose name is Nary. And the Grand Inquisitor gives off, that's where he gives off the key to hunting Jedi lines. All of this from the trailer is yes. right here. Everything is here. Like we suspected. Um, we this this episode has now been going on for a while. We've yet to see Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> he's are, he's like really is not in it. Yeah. Well, well, at, once at once he's in it, he is. Yeah. But but it, it's, this is this is not necessarily Book of Boba Fett chapter five. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sorry, I mean I said said with said with love. Yes. With a lot of love. Um. They they are hunting scraps, and the thing is, Reva is done hunting scraps, and we do get confirmation she is third sister. She's yes. not content with scraps. She wants, she knows there's always a bigger fish and wants a bigger fish. She wants bigger prey. The bigger prey's name is Kenobi, but she gets reprimanded by the Grand Inquisitor. She's getting reprimanded left and right. And even though she's third sister, she gets a lot of criff from all of the other Inquisitors here. Yep. So not only do we have the Inquisitors officially in live action, I want to sound the hot take alarm right now. Ooh. Because Reva, aside from flying off the cuff, doing things her own way, much like Anakin would, and now Anakin, this it, she's a very, to me, a very Anakin, I'm just going to screw the rules and do things how I want anyway. Yeah. Very scrappy and everything, pursuing Obi-Wan. So he cannot escape this specter. There is no escape. I'm just going to, and this is, I don't think this is particularly hot and I thought this before, but why do we start with that Order 66? We knew it happened. It was in the the thing. Why do we start with the one youngling? The first youngling we saw at the start, I'm pretty sure, I would bet all of your credits that that is Reva. Caitlin Ambush, thoughts on this hot take? Is it hot or my way off? Uh, I think it's, I think you are perfectly in line there. I don't think that, that I can't see any other reason as to why we would focus on this specific group of younglings. I think it's going to be heartbreaking. I think we're going to see more of it and more from Reva's point of view down the line as well. Because also she knows things that she would only know if she was there. She was there when she saw who was leading the clones into the temple. As we find out, she knows Mm. things that, that not even Tarkin or Thrawn know for sure. Yeah. And they weren't there. Thrawn was looking at art and Tarkin was hunting some, <laughs> some shit or whatever. Yeah. They weren't there. So she, if she was there and saw it, not only would she have this direct hotline to revenge or whatever it is, or the plan, whether it's to get to Kenobi, to get to Vader or what, she knows things. Yeah. yeah, that is a take I had. It's also a take tens of thousands of us have had. So it's <laughs> yes, it's, it's like a mean, warm take. It's a yes, warm. Yes, no, take. I'm not reiterating someone else's take. I also had that thought, but it's so did also, like a, yeah. so did a million others. Just why do we pan in on? Is it happenstance that that there's a, a female black youngling is the first character we see? <laughs> Maybe. Well, and Obi Wan says later, you know, when he's I think explaining to Leia what Inquisitors are, and he's like, they're former Jedi. 
You know, yeah. so it's like they, yeah. they reiterate later. It's like for the most part, clues, they're former you know? Jedi. A lot yeah. of them are former Jedi, and and for the, the comics will and, and games flush more of that out. So moving on, after all of this, we finally do get to see our main man, Ewan McGregor, back yes. as Ben Kenobi. Mm. Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi hiding hey. out, living a miserable life, and he this. So let's let's see what goes into the the current life of of Ben Kenobi. He's practically dead. Is the yeah. thing. And as he tells someone else later, he's not who he used to be. And baby, he ain't kidding. He works a weird job cutting meat on on a conveyor belt. I don't really know what his job is. Uh, They're like cutting meat into, well, of course I think of Matt Romano. Well, it looks like it's coming directly from a crate dragon or something. Like they literally have a giant beast dead in the back and it's like coming out of the. (laughs) It does look like crate dragon meat, doesn't it? It looks delicious. It's delicious. um, And there's still a little bit of him. I like that there's, and so he he has this awful job and the whistle literally blows and there's this gonk droid where they punch in and out. (laughs) And there's trouble here. One guy's getting stiffed. Ben sees it all happening and he does nothing. He yep. does. He's like, not there's help. nothing behind his eyes anymore. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And it's it's PTSD. It's 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 also it's he has to hide. But there's a little bit. It made me think a, a little bit for some reason of of countless things. But also, No Way Home is being recent. It's like it's not my problem. Yeah. It's like not your problem. And in this case, it isn't because he has to he has to hide. He's mm-hmm. a more precious mission is on the line, and maybe that's his excuse. I don't know, but that's what he tells himself at night before he falls asleep and then wakes up with screaming nightmares. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Um, And but kindness has not escaped him completely because he's still nice to animals because he always makes sure to wrap up a little cube of raw meat to give to his EOP. So there's it's a nice nice little grace. I wonder what the EOP's name is. Uh, Mm. Name it right now. Caitlin Ambush. Jared. Mm, Jared. Okay, so he he works this weird job. He also uh, when he commutes and it looks awful. He rides the COP back to this. He's not in his little hut yet. He's in this cave. Yeah, it's really sparse. And he cooks and eats outside just like Ray. It's a, it's very reminiscent mm-hmm. of, of Ray yep. in Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets hustled by a Jawa named Tika, who I know Matt loves. <laughs> I love this guy. Um, oh man! I thought it was a female Jawa, but you're thinking it's a it's a male Jawa. Oh, I or, don't know. I just love I love be, them. Where were it? You love them. It, yeah. it could be could be could be non-binary Jawa. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know. know. The the um, Jawa literally like steals his stuff to sell back to him. This Jawa is yeah. hustling. Tika, if you're going to steal my parts and then sell them back to me, could you at least clean them first as a courtesy? Yeah. <laughs> you could at least clean it, and there's yeah. a little bit of that sass. There's comes a little back. sass a little. that made me happy. <laughs> And apparently he smells bad. Well, thank you, Tika. Goodbye. Um, he has vivid prequel <laughs> dreams and wakes up and tries to commute. Here's my my dream of dreams. Yeah. Um, it, it was happening, and I knew it because they included this in the in the recap. I'm like, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. He, we he knew. He tries it to commune with Qui Gon Jinn. He reaches out after this terrifying pre. And I have to say, the the way they cut together the prequel recap and this dream. It's really good. Yeah, I'm really, it's, I'm really intrigued by the fact that, um, you know, when they're they're have the flashbacks and they do the voiceovers and you hear "You are my brother, Anakin," but they don't use "I loved you." Yeah, mm. in it, they only say "You are my brother, Anakin." So I wonder if they're going to play into that, like 
late that they're waiting to use that. Yeah. I'm sure they are. It's not like nothing there. Every shot, every piece of voiceover is intentional. Like these things are labored over. These are not just thrown together, but he reaches out to Qui-Gon and nothing. Qui-Gon is not talking back. Ugh, must be rough. The only little piece of joy in his life seems to be going to the Lars homestead and watching from afar. He sees Owen, Joel Edgerton, and Baru is listed in the credits, even though we barely see her. So I don't yeah. think this this we will be going back to the Lars homestead because they don't bring bring Bonnie. Oh, P yeah. For, Where is she? To just. She's listed in the credits, but she's yeah. it's like blink and you'll miss her. So yeah. we'll be we'll be back. Wait and see. Trying to <laughs> he's trying to teach little Luke about farming, but Luke runs from him and goes to play Pod Racer instead. That night, Ben leaves a little toy for Luke that he bought from Tika. It's a model of a T sixteen Skyhopper, presumably the same model that we see Luke playing around with in A New Hope. Love that it. Made me happy. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. That night, the Jedi on the run, Nary. Is this this is Benny Safty, right? This this uh, character Nary, because Benny, it, it, I believe it is Benny Safty. Anka Jams um, approaches oh. him and asks for help. <laughs> it's it's Anka Anka Jams. Okay, okay. Obi Wan was Nary's muse when they made Anka Jams. <laughs> wow, I'm like three months behind the curve on that. Okay. <laughs> Right up to the minute memes here on Return to the Pod. And I'll tell you what. Finger on the pulse. Obi-Wan says, he's like, he's like, man, we're back. We're Jedi. We're good. And he holds out a lightsaber and Obi-Wan says, no, you've got the wrong guy. And then he keeps trying to. He's literally like, he, go bury it in the desert, yeah, you he dummy. Does. He's like, yeah. just stay hidden. Live a normal life. The fight is over. We lost. And he full on says, the time of the Jedi is over. Obi-Wan is a completely broken man. Broken. Our sassy prequel king is sassy no Ugh. more. For thoughts on this, I want to go directly to Caitlin and Bush. Ugh. My God, you know I have so many feelings about this. I just, I, mm, the the best part about Obi-Wan in every iteration of him, no matter who he is being played by, is the one way, thing that you can use to describe him is that he is bemused by everything all the time. There's always this little sparkle to him, to everything, the way that Ewan uh, captured that from the original series and then brought it back for the prequels, the way that he has embodied this character. And now to see that light, just like there's, like I said, there's nothing behind his eyes. And it's not until a little bit later when a certain little lady takes him by surprise that we kind of see something like pop into his brain for a second and you see just a little bit of hope. You see a little bit of that sparkle and I cannot wait for, for the little bit to come back so that we get him to the point where he is in a new hope when mm-hmm. he is teasing everyone a little bit more and has a little bit more life to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, or even uh twin sons in, in yeah. Rebels, or, yeah. and then, and then a new hope. But yeah, it's, it's because he is dead. That's a really good point. It's that spark mm-hmm. has gone out. Yeah. And who's going to relight that spark that's going to turn into a flame? And really, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest, re- relight the spark for myself as well. <laughs> yeah. the, the biggest surprise of this entire thing that I just did not see coming, we'll just get to it. Here, here's the biggest surprise for me, I think for everyone. Yeah. We then cut to Alderaan. Yeah. Or depending on which character you are, Alderaan. Alderaan, Alderaan, <laughs> Valderaan. I don't, I don't know. Um <laughs> Uh, I mean, how, Matt, how, how do you say it, Matt? Alderaan, Alderaan. 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 I say Alderaan. 
Yeah. Old, well, I'll say Alderan. Um, yeah. If you're going to call, come with me to Alderan. Just being contrary over here. <laughs> yeah. well, well, we got to have a mix. We got to. We got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair. We like to keep things keep things options we, open. Yeah, yeah, options open. Yeah. To be fair. Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Now we see we see more of it here in this just part one than we see of it in any other thing live action. I believe the only other time we go there in any visual uh, on any show is in the clone wars in the yeah. episode where Padme hides out there. Cause she's being hunted by aura Singh. We see it a lot in comics. We read about it in books, that, but a, a lot in books and Canon books, but def- definitely in live action, we've never seen yeah. as much of it here. And it is just so gorgeous. Yeah. Talk I think the us. only thing that I can think of is when we see it in the, the recap when, uh, when Bale brings infant Leia back and we see on that beautiful balcony looking out over the mountains. And I think that's, that's right. really the only yep. time that we have. That was the first and only time really in, in revenge yeah. of the Sith in live action, certainly. And in yeah. animation, the only one I can think of is season three, the episode assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I can't. And, and this is again, not counting. It's, it's all over comics and all over books, but it's just in, see it in live action the snowy mountains and this, it's just a beautiful planet and they have no weapons. They are peaceful, you know, everything this is built up and you're just like, part of me is all this is just going to get blown away, but not yet. Um, (laughs) Not only that, we see Brea Organa and we spend more time with her in live action. Talk about an underserved character. Honestly. Um, Yes. Leia's mother. Like, yeah. Queen, Queen Brea Organa, ruler of all of Alderaan. Technically, Bail Organa is, is her, is Viceroy. Yep. So oh, he yeah. really married up. Nice. And, oh, and I like Bale more now. That's he good. becomes good job. Viceroy <laughs> and He's Senator. playing that game. Yeah, he's but playing he that is, game. Yeah, he yeah. is not the ruler of Alderaan. It, it is, it is Bre- Brea is queen. And when this passes and, and Leia will become, is already princess, she will become queen. And right. she is expected to become queen. And that is just how it's going to go. And so she is played by Simone Kessel and shocker. We also see a star here being born in the form of Vivian Lyra Blair, who plays 10 year old Leo Organa. She is smart, sassy. Immediately. We start with a decoy trick that she plays on Brea just for fun, just like Padme might do. Mm -hmm. And not because she's in danger, because she has no patience for politicking. She'd rather go hang out in the woods with her little droid Lola and judge the ship's that are flying off. <laughs> Medical fighter, pleasure barge, boring. Casino ship, not bad. She's so mean, guys. She's so mean. I love she, her so oh, much. She, yeah. she is. She is like. I was watching this. I'm like, Caitlin's gonna go nuts for this. Oh I watched it. I, I ended up watching it before either one of you. And yep. um, I was just like, there were things. That, that Matt's going to, I'm like, we're all going to lose it. <laughs> we're all going like to love this. <laughs> but she throws in a couple deep cut references here and in this section in general. And for this, for more on these things, I had a zoo on this. We're going to throw it over, over a zoo. Come on, come back to life. Um, we're going to hey, go yes. over some of the deep cut references. In hey, this watch section. out. Come on. Okay. A zoo. Brea makes reference to a Glorag. Now, what is that? Uh, according to, to my records anyway, um, a Glorag written by Boron Call, taken from the Star Wars Adventure Journal number 10 from West End Games in 1996. Wow, that, that is a deep cut. Yeah. Okay, um, now what about Leia gives a name drop of the Aquil- Aquilin? 
Aquilin, Aquilin Rangers. Tell me how that's actually said, and is that anything? Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Aquilin Rangers, it's a deep cut from the second ever draft of the Star Wars by George Lucas, back when it was called The Star Wars, and would eventually become A New Hope. Now, these characters use laser swords and wore breath masks, and one of, you know, Ralph McQuarrie's earliest and famous pieces of art depicts one of them facing off with someone who looks a lot like Vader. He's got a laser sword and a breath mask. That's because it's an Aqualand Ranger. Uh, they were distinct from the Jedi. They were different from them. But the characters Deke Starkiller and Bail Antilles were both Aqualand Rangers until, you know, they stopped being a thing until now. And now I guess they're all canon. And, okay, but what about Mercen and Pirates? That can't be an actual thing. Well, it actually can be, and you're wrong, I'm happy to say. The Mersan Pirates were first introduced in the original Marvel comic Star Wars number 24 back in 1979. All right, that is insane. But but what about Pergil? Huh? Bale makes a reference to them. What are they? You know damn well what Pergo are. So does anyone who watched Star Wars Rebels or listened to the old show. So don't play dumb. Big space whales, come on, get with it or get out, all right? Well, much appreciated, Azu, for all of those things. Merce and Pirates, Aquil and Rangers, the Glorag, Cannon Cannon, fire! And there we go. Thank you for your contribution, Azu. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm so happy I could contribute. So happy you let me. Wow, the joy is just pouring out of me. I'm being, I'm not being for real. I'm being sarcastic. Can you tell? Hello? Is this, oh, they turned me off, didn't they? All right. Is he gone? Okay. Yeah, sometimes he just talks himself out. Anyway. Thank you, Azu. That was was very good. Thanks, dude. That was good. Thank you, Azu. Now, before we, we go... We go any further, I want to talk a little bit more about young Leia. Because mm. we always think, at least I always think, of Ben Kenobi and his relationship with with Luke. I never considered that he'd also have one with Leia. And that these these two parts obviously bring that out to the point that her lines in A New Hope referring to him will never be the same. It's Ben Kenobi, where is he? And she's immediately. Yeah, going. I love that. Think, yeah. Little things like yeah. that. Uh, help me, you're my only hope. It's, she only hope. really yeah. learns the, his name is Ben, but the, just it the fact it. that that there was a "You are my only hope" before the the the, yeah. the "You are my only hope." Yeah. There's been he's yeah. been saving her. It's I'm well. She knows he's her only hope. It's like now, like the whole line changes. It's not like yes. she just knows of like this mythical that figure. This <laughs> this this man that my father right. once mentioned a million yeah. years ago. Like yeah. she knows that he can do this. Yeah, this is, and she sees period as we go through these parts. She gets to learn. It's like oh, you're a Jedi. Make me float. It's like oh, you really are. A Jedi. You really are yeah, a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. but the first the first introduction, much like Luke, is is I'm just Ben. She's yeah. like, don't call me a princess. I'm just Leia. Yeah. So she's just, you know, it's like, please stop calling me that. Hey, your worship. I'm only trying to help. Mm. Um. So it's, and again, we've said this, this is not a new take, but it's what I immediately thought is it's no, it immediately lends more credence to why, why would Leia name her only son Ben? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is not the whole reason, but sure helps. Makes a lot of sense now. Yep. Um, Thoughts on how young Leia is, we're going to go to the floor with this one. Thoughts on how young Leia is written and especially acted by Vivian Lyra Blair. We'll start with you, Matt Romano. 
I, I thought she was great. I forget what the, the first line she says has that like Carrie Fisher, like hard R. Medical writer. I feel like she she very much nails uh, the essence of Carrie Fisher. It's right in line with Leia's character and also shows you this other side of like if you think Luke and Leia as brother and sister and what they inherit from their parents. Like here's here's like hothead Anakin and, and smart leader Padme. Like yeah. you just see it. You can see why Leia is who she is. And I think it's it's acted beautifully by this young actress. And I, I'm excited that this is the story of the show. I, I, yeah. I wasn't really anticipating this. I'm into it. I like I'm it. so into it. I'm so here. into it. Caitlin, I'm Bush moving on to you. You are also into it. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm happy that you brought up the the personality there between uh, between Anakin and Padme. I think I was telling you guys when we were all texting about it, but I, Luke always read as more uh, emotionally and spiritually Obi-Wan Kenobi's child and the way that he reacts to things with a little bit of his mom's, you know, compassion, etc., but Leia was always like, she is her parents. She is like this perfect mix of the two of them. The the leader, stubborn, uh, composed when needed to be and fierce Padme. And then all of the chaos of Anakin that she has managed to control because she has Padme's internal mental power, I think. <laughs> yeah. But the way that this little girl is... A, perfectly casted. She, You look into her eyes and there's like a quality there that is purely Carrie Fisher. And the way that she is delivering uh, her lines when she is using the force to fully on read someone for the trash that they are. <laughs> yeah, like her cousin. Yeah. That's what she's doing, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah, she's using the force without even realizing it when she goes like kind With of quiet and just stares at you and like, Tells you exactly Ooh. what your greatest fears are. That's her. Like she does, Leia like was she always does with that jackass cousin. Exactly, yeah. and she does it with Obi Wan in the second episode too, where she's like talking at him, and Obi Wan probably has a moment of, "Oh, this kid. He's sitting around waiting for Luke to show signs of uh, of a connection to the Force." When all of a sudden, his little sister, his sister is here. She's got it, man. In spades. <laughs> oh man. Using the force for spite. I don't know. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's how it should be used. <laughs> wow. If that's not something a Sith says, then I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. It goes to something Bale says later, and that is just dawning on Obi-Wan and us. Uh, not all of us, but but so, some of us during these two parts. She's just as important. Yes. Yeah. He's like, my mission is the boys. Like, but what of the sister? She's yep. just as important as he is. That was my yep. favorite and line of the episode. If you chart yep. through all of the nine Skywalker saga films, that is absolutely true. And yeah. then just look, but it's again, yeah, you're, you, I agree with you both. It's a perfect encapsulation of Padme, of Anakin, of Bale, of Brea, yeah. just as Luke is a perfect encapsulation of Anakin, Padme, Baru, and Owen, who are very, uh, under you know underappreciated i feel like especially baru well, a little stubborn too like oh yeah luke is and a little stubborn like, you know no i'm yep. taking him now yeah yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and and you know all of they're both doing that they're both going to run off and and looking at the horizon she's going through the motions and waving and mm. there's a scene we'll get to with her and bail that's just absolutely heartbreaking because he is he, he's you see what kind of relationship they have yeah, yeah. but one thing I'm I, I I am I'm gonna mention in terms of this this young actress who is just overall just channeling Carrie Fisher, understanding the assignment, reinventing what the assignment assignment is, and saying actually this is the assignment, and they're like okay yes, mm -hmm. um, I was blown away by how good this 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 actor is. I have not seen Bird Box, but she's that's what it's yeah. called, right? The Bird that's Box. where Bird I know Box. her yeah. from. Yeah. yeah. 
and she's in some other things. The performance from her is absolute. It, it, it staggered me, and is at the end of the day really just pure Carrie Fisher with a little bit of her own thing. Yeah, and that is I don't know how this kid manages to do this, and what we're not going to do is because it's already started. What we're not going to do is do another Jake Lloyd, Kelly Marie Tran, whatever is, this is not our listeners and this is not the the main section of the fandom, but it's already starting. We are not going to bully a 10 year old a girl. A child. Yes. We don't bully but, anyone anyway online, yeah, but we it, especially so do not bully children. So if you're doing that or you feel the impulse to do that, go home and rethink your life. Is, <laughs> yeah. is go we'll put yourself in a corner and yeah. think about your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Vivian Lyra Blair is not the reason that your own kids don't talk to you anymore. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, we go back to Obi-Wan's awful Tatooine life and he gets his gift for Luke tossed to his feet by Owen. It's one way to return a gift. <laughs> We don't want you, Ben. And they argue about how to raise Luke Owen, really becoming the Owen we know from A New Hope. It's so interesting how Joel Edgerton plays this because you really see him turning into New Hope Owen from where we saw him last. And he just wants to keep him safe. Obi-Wan wants him to know there's a big galaxy out there. Owen doesn't think he cares, only whether or not Luke is showing. And Obi-Wan says he has to be trained. And then we get the now classic line. We talked about this. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. <laughs> oh, and, oh, and just like uh, Caitlin Bush, I'm sitting there and I'm like, got him. Got him. Just the knife right there. Just yeah, for th- for right thoughts, between the ribs. For, for a quick thought on this moment, I want to go to Caitlin and Bush. I just, you, you see like the, you see the blow land. Like, you know that, that Obi is so tortured about this already. He thinks he has nightmares about it. Vivid, vivid yeah. nightmares. And he failed his brother, his son, his best friend. And then it keeps getting thrown in his freaking face. He just tries to buy him a toy to show him there's more out here. He just wants to here. give his nephew a toy. Yeah. There's Damn more it. than just moisture farming and space oats. You know, yeah, it's like, man. A, but Owen is like, no, there's not. Because you go out in the stars, star space is cold. And you just go out there and you have all of your limbs hacked off. You fall in lava and you turn into a robot monster. So that's, that's it's a what's story out there, as old Luke. as time. Yeah. yeah. Robot as old as, that's what's out there. So you know what's out there, Luke? Nothing. Let's get to work on this evaporator. And that I've always thought it's like, wow, that's selfish. And what, but now I'm like, he has a point. He yeah. has a point. It's, you know what? He is trying to protect this kid in, in yep. his ways. Like, no, you're not going to train him because the last time you train somebody, they're dead. They both, this is an important distinction here. Important. They both they think, both he's, think dead. he's dead. They think Anakin's dead. And right. for yeah. all, it's like, and, you know, so it's like, yeah, I, I'd rather Luke be alive and a farmer than dead knowing that space is big and and there's a planet <laughs> called Kefbeer or whatever. <laughs> so we're still in Anchorhead as Reva and fifth brother storm in asking questions about Nary. Uncle James, Reva threatens <laughs> Owen directly and chops a woman's hand off. Oh my <laughs> goodness. She just, she just gets right around. to business and she's like, okay, enough. And this is too much for fifth brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tells, tells her to cool it. Han's like, look, you're driving too fast, Toretto. Um, <laughs> when asked what, she's like, look, you want to capture Kenobi. What, why do you want this so much? And she just says, when I'm old. And Oof. I think this is a good moment to just say how much I enjoy Reva, the character, yeah. as well as yeah. Moses. And I'm not saying this to be contrary or to stick it to the haters because I don't care. 
Um, but I just watched it and really enjoyed her performance. I really enjoyed it I as really well. Enjoyed this yeah. character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Owen thinks uh, Obi Wan rather thanks Owen for keeping quiet because she had Owen at at lightsaber point for this whole scene. Mm-hmm. Was points like I'm going to kill him and I'm going to kill your family unless you talk and, and points to Owen. He doesn't say anything. He yeah. keeps his mouth shut. Even when even when she threatens his family to yeah. go back and Everything. kill everyone, you like, see Obi-Wan kind of like in the corner, like stopping himself from doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Owen is the one who takes a stand here. And I'm like, do I love Owen now? I've always, you know, <laughs> but it's like. You appreciate not, him more now. He's, an ob- he's always been an obstacle to the yeah. call to adventure. And now yeah. I'm like, well, he has a point. And yeah. I'm like, do, do I love him? I think I might. <laughs> you love him. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry, but he might be my favorite yeah. Lars. Wow. He might be my new favorite no, Lars. How dare you? Yeah. No, don't you. worry. Cleek's not here. He, okay. Damn. Am I though? Because of my life. Oh, oh, here he is. Oh, get out of here, Lars. He lives on yeah. the ship. Okay. Get out of here, Lars. Um, <laughs> Comes out of the, the freaking vents. <laughs> yeah, out of the vents. Back on Alderaan, which is not what I thought I'd be saying uh, a week ago, right yeah. before Leia is, because ultimately what happens is we, our, our whole thing was what gets Obi-Wan Ben off of yeah. Tatooine? Mm-hmm. What could what could be so urgent that you have to have an iPad at the urinal? What could be so urgent? <laughs> you find out because this is what happens is Leia gets kidnapped by Flea. Yes. <laughs> oh, what an amazing, in a long line of amazing <laughs> Star Wars cameos. Flee, ladies um, and gentlemen. We, so but good. before that, we, um, we get, we which Caitlin, you already mentioned, she reads the riot act to want to an ass cousin who accuses her of not really being a real Organa. And we get Leia then being considerate of droids, which never underestimate a droid, but she nope. thanks mm-hmm. a droid and, and looks down on her for that. And it's just compassion it's not a weakness i hate this cousin uh, and, um, um it's a it's a it's a good performance from this kid because he makes you really unlikable matt yeah. romano you look like you want to jump in here i gotta jump in here did you also see c-3po lurking well, yes. around the party that was actually my next point oh, okay you i'm sorry take, i mean i, I didn't yeah. even no, see it in the script no it's it's it's, it's <laughs> go, go go with it go for it no it was just great they're just panning around the room and you see a bunch of like protocol droids and then you see in his gold glory uh C-3PO. Who just, is, of yep, course, translating. played by the wonderful Anthony Daniels. Yep. Anthony Daniels back in the role, confirmed by the credits. It is yep. actually him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was wonderful. Really fun. And all of a sudden, it's like protocol droids in general. It's like, yes, it's Star Wars. It's, well, and now you see like, you know, I, I mean, protocol droids. I mean, they're not necessarily from Alderaan, but like, you know, they're sexy enough to be in the Alderaan aesthetic. You know, yeah, like, they're, they're all shiny. Like, they they look good, especially yeah. the shine. They're all shiny. Yeah. They're, all, they're shiny. all nice and shiny. They're yeah. not. It's not like the Tatooine desert. Grubby, it's like, yeah, yeah, this will work, whatever. These are the generation yeah. fours. You're, These are the good models. You're just going to get These sanded. It. These are the T-17s. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I'm, I'm not over that yeah. Matt Romano called C3, called protocol droids sexy. Called sexy. And I know exactly <laughs> what scene from the Gendy Tartakovsky series <laughs> well, you're thinking about. I just want to say, you know, when they're all gold and shiny. Ooh, my goodness. Matt Romano Ooh, finds, proto- <laughs> finds C-3PO sexy, true or untrue. Impressive. Most impressive. Yes, I probably fancy it. <laughs> True, yes no. obviously. True. We have it. Rec- we are literally recording right now. Cannon, cannon, fire! Um, I myself remain undecided as to uh. my attraction uh, sexually to C-3PO. <laughs> um, but here's where we also get um scene of, of a, a really amazingly written and acted scene with Bail Organa, the, the great Jimmy Smith's returning. And I love him so much He's in this awesome. role. So good. I just He's love so good. him in this role. And one line that really stuck out from this whole thing of, of him talking some sense into her is there are many ways to lead. You'll just have to find yours. 
Mm-hmm. And as we know, she definitely does. She, she finds really a way does. that isn't Anakin, that isn't Padme, that isn't Bale, that isn't Brea. She finds a way that is 100% natural Leia. And it has a little bit of Luke and Han and everything and everything in there. But she is the driving force, really. Yeah. So much of Star Wars. And yeah. and she does it by finding her own path, not aping someone else's But stuff. she doesn't apologize. She still does not apologize to the cousin, largely because... No, he's like, okay, you apologize, right? And he's like, yep. And they have a cute little, they have this finger pinky thing that uh, they do. And instead of, it's like, so you'll apologize. Yep. You're really going to go and apologize. Yep. When you leave here, you're going to go right to the cousin and apologize. Right, Leia? Yes, I will. (laughs) Cut to Leia running through the woods. We don't actually. We And she's running through the woods and she gets kidnapped by Flea and another one of the kidnappers who could be, Matt, you, 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 yes. I, I know you were thinking it, a feline. Yes. The Zizor species. <laughs> yeah, the pheromones all over those woods. I couldn't, I couldn't zoom in enough to see, but it, they are green and they do have that. Scaly with the braid. And yep. Based yeah. on some of the other deep cuts in this, I, it, it was a, I'm pretty sure it was a feline. So everybody, so it's a feline. If I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure. Come on. Come on. <laughs> so, Hotly debated topic. Obviously. Um, the, it's not, he's the Flea's character's name is Vect, but I just mm. am going to keep calling him Flea. Oh, he is we're right, Flea. We're, we're right back to Nick yeah. Nolte, the Ugnaught. Yeah. It's like, yes. it, only because of subtitles that I even know his name is, because is, yeah. it's like, oh, nice wheels, McFly. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's he's just Flea. Give it away, give it away. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 go on. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. He's got a sock on. It's really weird. <laughs> Back on Tatooine, Obi's old comm goes off. He digs in a box and finds his old Jedi comm, and it's Bail and Brea saying that they're he's their only hope. They don't want this to be public. Tells him he's she, they're telling him about the kidnapping, and this is not the last time he'll get a hollow call for help, is it? Yeah. <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> New hope mantra. <laughs> he rejects the hero's call. I love this moment because Obi-Wan says, nope, it's not my problem. Um, I'm here to help the son. And here, Caitlin and Bush, I do think he's using this as an excuse. Yeah. Um, Because I have to save, I have to, you know, look, I have to look over the boy. And he's uh, scared. And he he uses that to reject the hero's call, just like Luke does, just like Ray does. Um, Anakin doesn't really. Anakin just. No. Anakin's just like, yeah. 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 He's like, I've been waiting for the hero call my whole life. Bye, mom. He's like, wait, I have to leave mom. Okay. Then we get five minutes to say goodbye to my mom. That's going to hurt. That's surely that's not going to have any consequences. And bye. (laughs) Um, We'll be back for you. No, you won't. Well, you will, but it's not going to be nice anyway. Anyway. Um, so the ultimate here's where the retort is where he's like, I have to say train the boy. And, and they're both from both of them. She is just as important as he is. Yes. Like they're twin. They're twins. She's carrying twins. Deflated. Obi-Wan simply says, it's been 10 years. I'm not who I used to be. Find someone else. She'll be better off. He really mm-hmm. is just wrapped up in his own, his own head, his own narrative, because he yeah. truly does think that he failed Anakin in every way. And so he's just like, I, the less that I can touch and interact with society, the less damage that I will do on yeah, everyone. Yes. And that's in- interesting, Caitlin Ambush, because that is it. Part of me is like, get out of your head. Stop thinking about yourself. But yeah. at the other point, when you're in the middle of that, and yes, feelings aren't facts and everything else, they sure as hell do feel like them. Yeah. And part of them, there's a lot of self-loathing going on here, which is in itself a form of selfishness, but we'll forgive him after everything we've seen him go through. The galaxy is better off without me. It's very Luke on Octo in a lot of ways. It's mm. better if I remove yeah. myself from this narrative. And let's not forget, Anakin was only the end of a life of misery. Let's not forget people like Satine, 
dying in front of him. Mm. You know, everything in the Clone Wars, getting the crap beaten out of him every other episode or yeah. watching somebody die and everything. You know, we get it. But at the same point, we're waiting for because yeah. we know it's going to come back. We're just like, how is he going to regain that spark? And I guess a hollow call isn't going to do it. We Another de- awful day of routine and not helping anyone for Obi-Wan. And he gets home to his cave and bail decided to just personally visit because Bale is one of the few people who knows exactly where Obi-Wan is. Yeah. It's like Bale and Yoda and that's it. Yep. And the Bale connection we'll find out is, is, you know, that's a problematic connection because somebody else manages to get to him that way. That's the whole reason Leia got kidnapped. They've tracked Leia to a planet called Dayu and Bale finally gets through to Obi-Wan here in the cave. You couldn't save Anakin, but you can save her. And what if I can't? There is no one I trust more with my child than you. Please, old friend, for her. One last fight. Obi-Wan goes out in the desert, and he digs up a box, and within it are two lightsabers, his and Anakin's. And because we know he thinks Anakin is dead, he himself is practically dead. At some point after getting here, he went out in the desert, and he buried both of them because we're both Mm -hmm. dead. I'm going to bury them. He reawakens himself as we, we don't know what he does with Anakin's, but he reawakens himself just a little. He doesn't ignite it, but he takes it back out. Have it moving on. The kidnappers come with Reva who shocker is behind this entire Leia kidnapping. She read about the bail Obi-Wan connection and it is now using it to get Obi-Wan to come running. He won't be able to help it. The Jedi will hunt himself on Tatooine. Obi-Wan is all of a sudden in a more Jedi-esque robe, not his full outfit, but just the robe is is a little better. And perhaps he's taken a shower and Mm -hmm. he's asked by an old woman, are you coming or not? And we see him strut, not strut, but he actually walks with a little bit of purpose in the robe, boarding the ship with the lightsaber on his belt. He has accepted the call and he's going back out into the universe. You should not have come back. We'll see if that's true, but he's going out there. Credits in classic blue over the stars, not concept art. End of part one for young Leia's kidnapping, Obi-Wan rejoining the galaxy cannon cannon fire. Woo! Open to the floor, Matt Romano, Caitlin and Bush. Anything either of you want to say about part one before we jump in to our second course of part two? <laughs> I could not hit that that play next episode button fast enough. Yeah, same I think here. I broke the speed of spound, sound uh, to do it. So. Yeah. And sound and spound. Yeah, spound. Specific <laughs> yeah. spound. It's yeah. a I thing. talk. I talk. Yeah. It's yeah. a thing. Look it up. Yeah. And I, it, just in case anyone was thought Lola was just a cheap merchandising ploy, it's like, here's a BD1 that actually flies around. I was like, come on, it's just a cute droid. They are already selling. Oh, Lola. definitely a little drone oh, droid. We're not yeah, surprised you can, by this. You can already all. buy Lola. So Incredible. merchandising. 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 Where the real money from the streaming service is made. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> And now we're going to go into part two of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And in case we, we're going to say this because it's evident, we are doing this yeah. several hours later from when <laughs> we did part one. We <laughs> didn't know if we could do it all in the time that we had. And it was clear yeah. at the end of part one that we couldn't. So this is several hours later. Both Matt and Caitlin went out and had adventures. 
And I did <laughs> it's things. Memorial Day, you know? Yeah. Um, Memorial Day. I wouldn't call and, it an um, adventure. It was really hot outside. Yeah. But, you know, that's it neither here really nor there. really hot yeah. outside. So, <laughs> really so hot outside. it's probably, we mentioned that only because it's, there's only so much we could do to hide it's it. It's probably going to be is, evident that it's a little different. Now. Yeah, this, it's a little this later. Is now, yeah, it's this a little is later. now hours yeah. later. Anyway, we're going to yeah. jump right in. Part two, directed by Deborah Chow, <laughs> teleplay by Joby Harold, story by Stuart Beatty and Hossein Amini. And right away, Obi-Wan arrives on the cloudy, neon-filled Dayu, and he walks right into Blade Runner. Matt, yeah. I know we've been talking about this from the trailer, <laughs> but this, is, this really gives you that lower depths of Coruscant feeling. Yeah. And the only thing missing is people with clear umbrellas and light up umbrella sticks and just smoking and neon, my man. Harrison Ford walking around eating yeah. eating rest in peace. Rest in peace, Vangelis. Um he tries Qui Gon again with no real result. Just off the cuff, he's like, you know, if there was ever a time I needed to talk to you, it'd be now. Nope. Okay. He then encounters a bearded clone veteran in the street panhandling. He is played, of course, by Tamora Morrison. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. It's definitely Tamora Morrison. He's wearing armor of the armor of the 501st. So this is 10 years later. He's still in his armor. As we know from the Bad Batch, the clones are phased out and the new stormtroopers, the Recruits and everything are now the way of it. And the 501st, lest we forget, is Anakin Squadron. Mm-hmm. McGregor has a brilliant series of quick acting beats here in succession. Am I recognized? Will he trigger? He betrayed me. It wasn't his fault. Mm. I pity him. Yeah. And yeah. all of these. And I, th- and I think somebody, I saw somebody questioning why wasn't he triggered when he looked at Obi-Wan. I think we're past that point. I think whatever the chips did, this is 10 years after that, like, yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. not gonna happen and maybe maybe we'll learn more about I, I think we'll all look forward to hearing more about the chips <laughs> and tick and ricka and said from uh the bad bitch anyway he, f- he does flip some credits into this clone's helmet before both of these two old relics from the clone wars are brushed aside by shiny new stormtroopers and both of the it's like both clones and jedi the tragedy of both and the Clone Wars was used and they both get swept aside by the new tools of the Emperor. Also, I mean, this is a direct link to something, I mean, I mean we see in the city every day. It's a direct problem in the real world. Yeah. But also that Star Wars just drew this parallel here. This would happen and these people are forgotten and left yeah. aside. But aside from everything else, the 501st was Anakin's brigade and here's another reminder. The hits just there, keep coming. There yes. is no escape. Obi-Wan, there is no escape. Moving on, a girl comes up to Obi-Wan selling spice, and she is played by Ewan's real-life daughter. Esther Rose. crazy. She's got Kessel Pure, Glitter Stim, and Felution. Caitlin Bush, which one are you choosing? Glitter Stim, definitely. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought you just like, if there's something like Black Death or something, you'd go with that one. <laughs> She's, if there is, she's not selling it. She yeah. slips him a free vial of one of them, a little sample, just to get him hooked. A street kid then leads him to a Jedi who helps people. And we meet Haja Estri, played by Kumail Nanjiani. Hey. And he, he is, in fact, helping people, but for a price, which isn't very Jedi-like. But he's using, he's not really a Jedi, and he's not really using the Force. He's using remotes and magnets and tricks to do all of this. He's no Jedi. Kumail plays him perfectly, and his little comedic timing 
all over this is great. One line I especially enjoyed was, <laughs> The shadows are my realm for the light. It's an unforgiving place for my kind. Of course. <laughs> and he's really playing a guy, playing the part, playing the part of yes. a Jedi. Yeah. How he thinks a Jedi would act. And it's really enjoyable. The game is over fast because Obi-Wan is not fooled. And he gives, and this guy gives further direction to Obi-Wan. But Haja in general, I like as Obi-Wan breaks him down, he's just like, he says something like so unnecessary or so insulting. <laughs> and and it's the little quips here as only Kumail Nanjiani could do. Thoughts on Haja? Let's go to Caitlin and Bush. Well, I, you guys know that I was really excited for that little flash that we got in that trailer of Kumail. Uh, yeah. And we were thinking, oh, he's going to be a Jedi. He's going to be a Jedi. He's kind of. Which is so much better. I love it. He's pretending. He's not. He's not a Jedi at all. He's not a Jedi at all. He is a. He's a trickster. He's a pirate in his own right. And I'm just. I'm delighted by this character. I really hope that we see more of him. Yeah. There's a. There's a little Pirates of the Caribbean going on with him. It's a fake. But ultimately, he's a fake who does who does the right thing. You so think he's so, not, yeah. He's not only out for himself. Yeah, and he has the money, but I don't think he's necessarily... His trickster nature doesn't come from a, a negative place. It's more just he's in this city where clearly people just do what they have to to survive. It's very rough and tumble, which it's always fun to see that part of the Star Wars universe. It's kind of rare that we get to see it, at least in live action form. Outside of, you know, outside of Boba and all of that stuff. It's a good it's a good point because, yes, he's being paid and Jedi don't get paid, but he is helping these people. Like the people yeah. we see him help, he's getting them connected where they organizing transportation where they ordinarily wouldn't get it. They are helped. He does make a difference. The difference is, you know, they have to part with some of their credits to to, you know, to make it happen. But he he is doing something. Yeah. He's trying. There is a positive. It's a little selfish, but there is a positive impact. He's trying. And ultimately, trying. as we will get into, he he comes through. He comes through. Yeah. yeah, he does. He does. Not yet, but eventually. So now it's as if uh, MCU wasn't enough. Welcome to Star Wars. Kumail Nanjiani, Haja Estri, Cannon, Cannon, Fire. <laughs> oh, happy to have him. Put him in everything. Yeah. Put him in everything. Yes. Nah, he's in the Disney everything. family now. Put him in everything. Put him, put him, put him, get him out of that Disney vault. Put him, put him in everything. Put him in Chippendale too. Chippendale put him in uh, Lego Star Wars Summer right. Vacation. Yeah. Aja Estri sure. in everything Lego Star Wars DLC. Moving on. Obi-Wan ends up in a Star Wars meth lab that's straight out of Cyberpunk 2077. And exactly we got to cook, Jesse. That's what have, it is. We, we yeah. have to cook tonight, Jesse. We have to cook. God damn right it is. Um, <laughs> this this is just, I'm like, we walked right into Breaking Bad, and I've been catching love up it. with Better Call Saul lately, and, yeah. I, and I'm just, if Giancarlo walked in, I'd be like, is he Moff yeah. Gideon or Gus Fring here? It's because, the ultimate crossover. Oh man, that's it. It's yeah. like, you have meth that I want. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... He proceeds, um, and and he's like in a full mask and everything. But eventually, he gets in a fist fight, and he is out of practice. He is, yeah. It, yeah. he hurts his hand. Yep. He's punching, and he still wins. But I like how this, inca- but not. It's not like a full on. It's well, these guys are screwed. It takes some effort, and he's like, "Wow, it's been a while." He he has an encounter with these kidnappers then with Flea and 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 the boys, and there's back and forth about Jedi bleeding. And before we get, and 
the end of this, he takes his free sample of spice and smashes it to the floor. Awesome move. gains the upper hand on Flea, and he gets away with them by getting them all so drugged up that they can no longer follow. (laughs) They can't function. That's one way. Well, everybody bleeds. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. No, gotta get the last word in that one. Yeah, he, get, he does get the last word in, and I'm wondering if uh, if Matt Romano, if you had a twinge of another movie that talks about bleeding and everything, <laughs> I, like I, that. I, you know, you I know do. what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah, yeah. we don't, no need to mention it. Yeah, we don't no mention need, it. I can't you say. Know, if you know you're worse <laughs> off, if you, if you if you no, <laughs> if you know you're worse off, <laughs> you don't me. know. Yeah. Good. Um, Won't say it. No, it's 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 fun. It's it's, it's, it's fun. A, it's all fun. It reminded it's all me of that. Yeah. It's, it's 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 fun. It's it's you know. <laughs> Play the clip. Play the clip. Do you bleed? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You're telling yourself yeah. to. We play have to get to Leia. <laughs> we have much like Obi Wan. We, we have to get back to Leia, gentlemen. All right. All yes. right. Okay. Okay. Let's calm go. yourself. Look, yep. this is after hours now. This is now. Look, you had we me hyped. Part two. You had me hyped and 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 like caffeined up for hyperspeed before. Now it's. Now I'm just Ludicrous ready to. Speed. I'm ready to live here now. Mm. I'm ready for this to be my, my the rest of my night. Oh God. Okay. Anyway. Yep. Um. So yes, he does get away from Flea by drugging him up. <laughs> That's a Star Wars thing now. Yep. And then he finds and rescues Leia, and she asks, "Where's the army?" She think they'd send an army. She's always and, had the best lines when someone shows up to save her. Yeah. yeah. And um, aren't aren't you a little uh? Short, immediately grateful. Immediately, immediately grateful, immediately grateful. Immediately grateful. She's yeah. fantastic. Meanwhile, Riva arrives on the scene, and the Grand Inquisitor questions her entire plan. He he's putting that this is her plan together. It's risky. You're going off half cocked, Maverick. I don't know about it. And she, and <laughs> she he pretty much calls her trash. And I'm like, no, not trash. That doesn't even start with a B. Why would, did you just want to call her trash? (laughs) And you're trash. You always will be. You're a gutter rat, but, but they, let's lock the planet down anyway. I'm like, what is this? And also there's another female inquisitor here, but they don't tell us who it is. It doesn't Mm. look like seventh sister at all, but there's no, there's no line. There's no nothing. So I, so we'll keep an eye out for who that is. And for anyone who says, well, it's Barris, the Mary Allen markings are not mm. there. So also, Inquisitor Watch, apparently. Inquisitor yeah. Watch. Um, <laughs> maybe it's Moochie. I don't know. And, uh, and yes, we know about the Lego Star Wars Moochie thing. We'll get to yeah. that at another time. <laughs> <laughs> then we go into the Leia Obi-Wan show coming now to Disney Plus, which is, <laughs> this is, we've had Mando and Yoda Baby, Hunter and Omega, and now we have Leia and Obi-Wan with Leia's snappy, yet loving demeanor bringing him further back to life. Wake him up inside. And she sees his lightsaber and realizes he's a Jedi like Anakin once did with Qui-Gon. It reminded me of that scene from Phantom Menace a little bit. It's like, I saw your laser sword. Um, (laughs) But this time she says, you seem kind of old and beat up. And he only tells her her name is Ben. So that's how both Luke and Leia both Meet this man. She does not have street smarts, but he tells her to do exactly as she's told, something she'll then tell Han Solo many years later. She's raring to go and walks right into a huge creature. He says she has no idea what he's risking to be here and says, from now on, you'll do exactly as you're told. Again, it's very Leia to Han Solo. One of the most delightful scenes then takes place. It's the two of them shopping for disguises, 
pretending she's his daughter or she says granddaughter, maybe, which is a total Caitlin M. Bush. Moment. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> he buys her a green cape, but she wants these fun gloves, these cute gloves. And he said he says, no, we're buying disguises. Yeah, little green cape. You don't need those. And the gloves. And the gloves. It's she literally ignores him and keeps pulling on the... He gets to be yeah. an indulgent... He gets to be an indulgent he, look, uncle to his, o- his... Owen throws the toy he buys Luke at his feet. He's like, look, this kid wants gloves. She's getting they gloves. don't fit with the yeah. disguise. They clash with the cape. I don't <laughs> like the design, but she wants them. She's going to get them. For Obi-Wan meeting and interacting with young Leia, something I never thought I'd be saying, cannon, cannon, fire! <laughs> Thoughts on everything Obi-Wan and Leia, including the shopping scene and more. We're going to go to Caitlin and Bush. I am just absolutely delighted by this, you guys. I uh, None of us obviously saw this coming, uh, that we were going to be getting A, young Leia, B, young Leia and Obi-Wan interacting. It is it is an absolute gift and something that I did never even think to hope for. But I think... What really gets me is the this continuation of Carrie Fisher's legacy and once again reaffirming how important she has always been within the Skywalker saga, not just as our princess, not just as uh, a love interest or even a a uh, a senator, a leader, but as a Jedi, as someone who's strong within the Force, someone who has as much of a connection to the Skywalker legacy and the Kenobis as as much as Luke does. Um, and it's just technically Leia met and acknowledged Obi-Wan's existence 10 years before Luke ever really knew anything about what was going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Like Leia is the originator and she, as we discussed earlier today slash in the podcast, she is very (laughs) much this combination of both her parents. Yep. And having her interact with with Obi-Wan is just it's it's everything. I'm still like we watched it last week and I'm still overwhelmed by (laughs) this thing. This has really shown itself to me, at least, as a vital part of the story. So now we've already talked about how it transforms things in A New Hope. But I still go back to that final look where Obi-Wan is fighting Vader and looks to the side and sees Luke and Leia together mm. for the first, he's like there together. And then he ha- he looks back to Vader with the smile right before his lightsaber goes up and he, mm. and he, and he lets his guard down and makes a sacrifice. That's the last thing he sees. And of course he lives on through the cosmic force after that. Mm-hmm. But that I thought of that moment after watching this and it has a whole new weight now. Yeah. He says, there's, there's the kid, the kid that I, I rescued that one time. It's like, he's again, in a more positive way, the legacy of Anakin has, has stayed with him. And to the point where, yeah, as right before Anakin actually kills him, the new hope that he found is rising there and at least there together. So he knows he can move on Mm -hmm. in a selfless way. Just thinking about that. I'm like, well, yeah, if this is, if this is enhancing that, then absolutely. I I was uh, Matt, Matt Romano would, would would you agree with any of the the crap I I just said? (laughs) I think all that crap was legit. I think that yeah. that all makes sense to me. And uh, <laughs> the thing I want to talk about here, 
Just to change topics. Back to the yeah. shopping. Okay. Yeah. To the shopping. Yes. yes. The shopping. Let's go back to the adorable shopping. Let's go back to the adorable shopping. It's adorable, yet the stakes are not undermined, which is a very hard needle to thread. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. But did anybody get a little uh, Return of the Jedi vibes with her, her poncho? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, like it's amazing how like in the grand tradition of Star Wars babies, like she looks like a little Leia. She looks <laughs> like a little Leia. Hair. The grand tradition. I love grand tradition of Star Wars babies. Yes, that's that's, great. That's where we are now. In part one, her (laughs) hair and the and the maroon thing she had on looked Mm -hmm. very Leia in Cloud City. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And this is very Leia on Endor. Not enough, so it's a copy, but it's a. But it's there, you know. You you, it's like it's she's recognizable as Leia. You know the costume. They're nailing it. You know. But it's there. There are some photos of her with Ewan uh, from Celebration. Not many, because I think they really tried to protect her, rightfully so. Yeah. And I'm just oh my god, there they are, and it's um. It's so cute. It's really amazing, and I I I think of you, Caitlin, because I'm like I've only known. I'm not going to call her Baby Leia. Or Leia baby because yeah. she's not a baby. Leia yeah. baby, little, little Leia, little, little Leia, little Leia, little Leia, little Leia. Um, <laughs> I've only known little Leia for a couple of days now, but if anything happens to her, I will kill everyone in this room. Storm and then and myself. Then, and then myself. <laughs> so moving on, Reva now has uh, he. She's called a bounty on Obi Wan, so every low life in this town is after them, including the LOM series protocol droid that we talked about when we talked about the trailer. It's not for LOM unless I'm really missing Mm. something because they get what happens to them. It's just another LOM series protocol droid. But Leia tells Obi-Wan to use this lightsaber and it's like, you know, make me float, lift some rocks, do stuff. (laughs) Um, Prove it. Yeah. And, and she, and I almost for a second thought he was going to break out of that's not how the force works. Um, She calls him on all of his criff though. And she's right about all of it. And now I'm thinking back, I didn't even think of the brilliant point you made earlier. She's using the force to read people. And she doesn't know, she doesn't know her heritage. She doesn't know. She might know that she's adopted. She doesn't know she's the daughter of the chosen one and one of the greatest senators that's ever been. Yeah. So she doesn't know that the force, who knows what her knowledge of the force is at all, or that she's even doing it. Right. It's just yeah. a reflex at this point. That's how powerful she is. She doesn't even yeah. have to try. Well, well, of course she doesn't know. She finds out in return of the Jedi. That's kind of a reveal, isn't it? Anyway, mm. but she, she so. doesn't know it's effortless <laughs> with her in her, her caring and everything else. It just, it comes out in her compassion and connection to others. And that's how it always manifested in Carrie Fisher's Leia. And that's yes. how it manifests here. And that's a fantastic point that you brought up before that I will not stop thinking about. In any case, <laughs> one of the ways she calls him out. You think the less you say, the less you give away. But really, it's the opposite. How old are you? Ten. You don't sound like you're ten. <laughs> <laughs> and she really doesn't, because this no. is the wit and wisdom of Carrie Fisher coming out of this kid. Yes. Leia eventually sees the bounty hollow of him and runs, not trusting him anymore. They are pursued, and he runs after her, and she falls, and she falls. She's hanging on a wire, and he does end up having to make her float by using the Force to save her, and it's a strain on him. You get this feeling he hasn't used it again. He hasn't used the Force in a while. He's purposely he's not, blocked himself from it. Yeah, yeah. he has a whole, this whole episode is getting his ass kicked because he's not using he's the Force. not tapping just, into the Force. We yeah. haven't seen him use the Force at all. If he's trying to commune with Qui-Gon using it, I, I don't get the sense he's as cut off as Luke is in yeah. Last Jedi. 
but he's just not using it. He's just choosing and not to use it. Yeah, he's not. He's he's not opening his heart. Mm-hmm. He's not open his heart. And so it's been a while. And anyway, but it does work. And it's one of those just magical moments. And she trusts him completely after that. She says, you really are a Jedi with utter seriousness. And then she and hero worshipped him for the rest of her life. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, Ben Kenobi, where is he? Let's go. Come on. Why don't you open with that, Luke? <laughs> anyway, Haja reappears and saves them from the from an LOM droid. He then He's coming through in a pinch. He sends them to a cargo transport that's bound for Mapuzo. Mm. Which is uh, this guy that I used to know in high school, Mapuzo. Everyone's like, oh, you need something? Go see him. Not really. I'm just going to jump ship on that right now. <laughs> Obi-Wan calls Haja by his name, and Haja's really touched by that. Haja, you remembered my name. <laughs> there are people on Mapuzo who can help. Who? We don't know yet. Question for another time. The port is being locked down. Leia asks if all of this is for him. Before He's like, is all this for you? And she's like, the Inquisitors, everything. He's like, who are you? Who is this guy? Who is this weirdo? What's with him? Who is he? (laughs) Now, who, the people there on Mapuzo, Matt Romano, care to take a guess as to who could be on Mapuzo to help? Uh, You know, I I don't know. I I can't. You don't want to give it a turkey in the straw, classic Matt Romano (laughs) guess around? Turkey in the straw. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. cake in my mailbox. Just come up with a wild guess. Cake in my mailbox. Use something called imagination. (laughs) Kick in the mailbox, you know that, Galen. Yeah, um, classic right. saying. Yeah, classic saying. Uh, I don't know, Wrecker. They're going to see Wrecker. Remember me? Okay. <laughs> I actually, I had a, if you don't mind me stepping in, I had a, not a bad yeah, guess. Yeah, yes, yeah, please, yeah. yes, please, because yeah. I am getting nowhere with Matt Romano. <laughs> so we'll move on to Caitlin and Bush. So uh, re- obviously we talked about how Reva was the, the first youngling that we see, but there is also a group of younglings in which she is running around with some part of me wonders if Neri and several other Jedi of a certain age or ex-Jedi, whatever, are going to be part of that initial group that we saw. So I wonder if he knows, quote unquote, about Jedi so much because he's actually in contact with some. What if they're the some of the kids that are grown up that escaped from the Jedi Temple? That would scan with some things from the Darth Vader, the second run of the Darth Vader comic. That would scan with, with a lot of canon um, from books and comics. So that's yeah. interesting. I think they're both good guesses all around. I, I just don't good. know. I, I honestly have no idea. I, I, I don't know what to speculate because like, you I did. don't know. You said Wrecker, which is a good <laughs> guess. <laughs> we thought we knew what we expected from the series and then little Leia yeah. showed up and everything is off. Yeah. 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 So yeah. who knows? But again, I can't believe I'm saying this to you, Matt, but be, you're being too hard on yourself. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, hey, like you're Wrecker's welcome. head. You're, you know? you're welcome. Yeah. 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 It's nothing. Okay. Now you just ruined it. I guess. I um, <laughs> So, so we're going to move on. The Grand Inquisitor then kills Flea. <laughs> yeah. Is he dead? Does he die? I don't think he dies. Does I he think die? he dies. I, I'm pretty sure this is it for Flea. Flea, Flea uh, to, be, to be fair. To be fair. Um, Flea had a good run in, oh. in these two parts. I, I, I think I it's so. like, that, that's what he gets. Give it away now. Um, Give good, it away. Good job. Give it away. Um, <laughs> it's, give it away, Kenobi. Um, with a spinning, it's the spinning saber moment. Seeing yep. that moment happen in the trailers, did any part of you think, well, yeah, Flea's on the opposite side of that? Absolutely. That was my first thought. <laughs> well, that yeah. was Caitlin's first, famously, <laughs> that was Caitlin's first guess. But for the rest of us noobs around here, no. We didn't I, see I don't know if it was us or somebody. Th- something I saw online, but I saw somebody be like, it's Cody. That's good. It's Cody behind the lightsaber. Oh, <laughs> it's like, it's, that's that bold. 
It was it's, not. It's like counterpoint. It's not Cody. It's Flea. <laughs> it would be like, what? Exactly. What, kind of, what kind of glitter stim are you on? Yeah. Well, glitter stim called truth and canon. That's what. Reva, unfortunately, does learn where Leia and Obi-Wan went because she uses force interrogation on Haja. Mm. And this is something we haven't seen a lot. This trick used a lot in live action. We saw it a lot in the Clone Wars. And it is definitely a dark side tactic. It's not something. The Jedi will do it if they have to. Yep. Um, yeah. They famously triple team Cad Bane at one point, And it's yeah. it's painful. I think, I think most famously we see it in live action uh, when... Kylo Ren is interrogating both uh, Poe Dameron and Rey in different Yeah, that's capacities. that's a good point. It, it's big in uh, in Force Awakens, certainly. Yeah. Uses it on Poe and Poe screams and then Rey turns it around on him in such mm. a wonderful moment from that. Um, I love that scene. But that's true. It's big in the sequel trilogy. But here we get it here between Reva and Kamel Nanjiani. At the port, <laughs> Leia finds it hard to believe that Obi-Wan doesn't think that he has friends, um, which I'm like, of course, you you have friends. A guy like you, look at look at you. Who wouldn't? How is she surprised though? You. She was like, "You look old and broken." Before now, she's like, "You don't have any friends." <laughs> but, he, but now he's demonstrated. Take she a lame layup, little layup. Um, <laughs> hey, watch it. Hey, I, know, I, know, I, I, I love her. I love her. Should go find a protocol droid to simp on, man. Okay, she goes on about this, and then she pauses, asks what his deal is, and he says. Nothing, and she's going on and on about this. It's all building up to something important. And there's like a little, like he gets a little bit of that spark. That was the thing I mentioned earlier. That's the little yeah. spark in his eye for a second, where like you see him come back to life a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Wake him up inside. And what is it? What's what is it that he sees in little little Leia that made it happen? What now? Nothing. You just remind me of someone. She was fearless too, and stubborn. I'm not stubborn. Yes, you are. I'm not. Was your friend a Jedi, too? No, she was a leader. She died a long time ago. I'm sorry. Me too. Caitlin M. Bush, who might Obi-Wan be talking about? I know that that my first thought is Padme. Absolutely. Yes. It, it, it definitely is Padme. Um, but something that, that I... Uh, and I always love their relationship. I always wanted more of their interactions uh, in mm. the in the prequel trilogy. But something that also stuck out to me is it, it, it could be argued that he's also uh, thinking about his his one lost love, who was our Satine. our dear leader. Yeah, exactly. So he 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 has surrounded himself his entire life with strong women. So there's a lot of options. But granted, it, it it's probably her mom. There was a point, and yes, I'm I'm trying my best to unplug, but I I'm my own accounts are blocked off, but our show accounts are not. So when I'm looking at them, I can't help but see the stuff that Satine is just trending. Yeah, all day. For, oh yeah. for us. For and I'm like, why she's not in there? But there's this whole. A lot of people are intent that he's talking about Satine. I, it's possible, but it's definitely I think Padme. She he's definitely talking about Padme. The two yeah. of them had a had a. In my mind, they're so much closer than I think they actually were in reality. But I think there's just so much mutual respect there between the two of them as they were yeah. trying to like babysit Anakin through yeah, eternity. Absolutely, Padme. And he was there when she died. I mean, yeah. part of his guilt and his PTSD here is not only the death of Anakin, but the death of Padme as well. Absolutely. He dies from a broken heart. Yeah. In after he just helped deliver the babies with the midwife droid. So yep. that 
that couldn't be easy. It and don't you. think that he didn't try, you know? <laughs> so it's, I think it's, it's probably, it's, you know, these people are gone, but not, no one's ever really gone. Yeah. Reminded me, it's, it's mm. kind of at that moment. I think it's more powerful if it's Padme. Yeah. If you listeners though, would prefer it to be Satine. Hey, that's the magic about Star Wars and headcanon. It can be, it can be whatever you want. <laughs> this is why people write fan fiction. Yeah. It exists. There we yeah. go. It took all day, but she got there. I got ladies it. And gentlemen. She loves it. Tumblr. <laughs> it's coming back. I got my fan fiction reference in. I'm happy. <sighs> just let me just punch my leg back away. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Um, and that's also the great thing with young Leia. She's part Anakin, part Padme, a whole lot of Carrie Fisher. She's also Brea and Bale. And we've already talked about that. She's the complete package. But then on the platform, Reva enters this whole thing and starts calling for Obi-Wan. She's kind of singing his name and she drops a bomb on him and she doesn't want to kill him. She wants to take him to him. And she says, Lord Vader will be pleased. What? And Anakin has this moment of what? And this whole time he has partial part of this. He has his hilt, his lightsaber hilt in his hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't spark up. To be, uh, he never sparks up his lightsaber once. The only lightsabers we see in this whole thing are 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 what, Matt? They're the Inquisitor blades, also known oh as. Oh my God! I can't he didn't do it on right the now. live stream. You're gonna want to do it. I did it at the end you got, I did, when well, I came I back. I wasn't well, there for that. You got to do it. You got to do it. I need uh, to hear it. I wasn't there. I need to hear yeah, it. Kayla wasn't there. She wants to hear it. Give the people what they want. is Thank you. Monster trucks. <laughs> what a half-assed ending that was! I love it. Come on, okay, that's no, that's, that's my favorite right. monster trucks it's that he's loud. ever done. Yeah. Also, it's like monster trucks. I'm I've had it with. This I bit. love it. Okay, if if celebration has taught us anything, is that when people ask you to do the catchphrase, yeah. you do the catchphrase. You do. You do, the catchphrase. you do. You do the dance. Yep. Somehow you, this has become your fr- catchphrase. Yep. Sadly, screaming. Like I am lunatic. not. I am not my the only interviewer. That's whole thing is just, hey, do the catchphrase, yeah. okay? Yep. Like a benta. <laughs> like um, a benta. <laughs> so she says, and anyway, Obi-Wan, he doesn't spark up, but he's ready to. And you could see the fear in his eyes. He's like, I, I don't know, even remember how to turn this thing on. I don't know. <laughs> right. How, do I, how does this work? He gets lost in memory because Reva keeps going, oh, you didn't know? He's alive, Obi-Wan. Anakin Skywalker is alive. He's been looking for you for a long time. So this is a loaded moment. For one thing, Obi-Wan is so sheltered that he, that even if news of the Emperor's number one enforcer is in the news, he doesn't know. Yeah. Obi-Wan obviously knows that Lord Darth Vader is Anakin, thinks they're both dead. Reva somehow knows that Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. But when char- again, as we said, when characters like Thrawn and Tarkin barely know or suspect who Vader is, how does Reva know? We've already kind of covered that. That yeah. personally, I think it's because she saw him in the temple. Any other wild guesses aside from that that either one of you might have? That's what I thought initially, and I can't necessarily think of anything else that would make narrative sense, unless it's just something that we haven't been given. Uh, maybe she. I don't know, overheard one of the droids gossiping or something. I don't know. <laughs> In the bathroom. Droid, or something. droid gossip yeah. says, droid Caitlin, gossip. says yeah. Caitlin Ambush, Matt Romano. 
Do you like, think droid gossip? I, I can't. Or do you think something else? I don't know. I, I think it might be something else. I mean, it could be droid gossip, uh, but no. Could be, I, could be Wrecker, maybe? Yeah, it could be Wrecker. <laughs> it could be Wrecker, you know? No, I think it's definitely one of the uh, Padawans who, yeah. you know, was yeah. leaving the temple. That's definitely... You think it's, I, I just feel like that's... That if it's not sense. that, I'm confident that they'll they'll yeah. have a reason. Like, I'm, this it doesn't just... It isn't just, you know... For kicks, these they'll have a good a good reason. No, totally. It's like, not that. If anything, I'm most surprised that like Vader has been running under the the uh, the radar. Like yeah. he's not on the news every night. He's not on like the no. uh, Coruscant news. Like Lord Vader destroyed another planet. Like that. Like the whole galaxy doesn't really know about Vader yet. No, Ten years not yet. Not he's yet. Kind of still like under the radar doing the the, the dirty business. Which is why the, he's so uh, dangerous. Back. Yeah. yeah. Which is why he's so dangerous because yep. he's this imposing figure who works in the shadows. Yeah, We're right. Not like, at the point yet in the in the OT when he's personally marching through bases to yeah. take care of things himself. When he flies in Rebels solo and attacks them all in one fighter, they don't know who he is. Right. They don't say, "Well, that's got to be Darth Vader." They, you know, he. It's not well known. Remember, in Heir to the Jedi, your favorite song, Vader's many prosthetic parts, <laughs> yes. sung by the Tootle Fruits. You know what I'm that's talking. Well, yeah. when Luke is grown between other movies, you know yes. he's out there at that point. <laughs> this is well before that, and this is also well before Rogue One or anything else. But right. everyone who's not in on this and doesn't know. They're about to know. Yeah. Anyway, so Obi Wan is now lost in this realization. This hits him like a the way like that a, Ewan's mm, eyes, mm. the way that oh, he acts, man. that is chef's kiss. I, I on this, I, I shamefully did not script this, but let us just have a moment of <laughs> of appreciation appreciation mm-hmm. for the acting of Ewan McGregor Ooh, in yeah. in both of these parts. Understated, easily overlooked as just being simple that he is playing so many notes all at once in all kinds of things and whether he has lines or not. And it's such a hard thing to do. Yeah. And wow, was I astonished. By he's an actor. I, you he's know, he's going to be good. Capital A. Yeah. But it, it was a, it's a stunning performance. It's all in Would the you eyes. Both agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. all in the eyes, and he doesn't do a whole lot of talking anymore. Consider which is odd. It, that's why it's so out of place because he's such a he's a quipper. He he engages with his enemies. He's the he's the sass master, as we all What's know. What's between but. sass master general and Alec Guinness? Whoever this person is, who doesn't who, we don't know who it is, who he is, and neither does he. Nope, mm-hmm. he doesn't know who he is. He's caught between this. He's gonna so, find out though. It's gonna yeah. find it, find out right quick. I'll tell you that. It's gonna find out right, freaking royal. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so Obi Wan is just so he's lost in this, but the Grand Inquisitor then stops this from happening because Reva's about to start slicing to get Obi Wan out there, and the Grand Inquisitor kind of ends up saving Kenobi in a way and yeah. says, "No, if someone's gonna take him in, I'm gonna be the one to do it." There's so much infighting with the Inquisitors, oh, yeah. which Jeez. is. Just how it's, cla- it's exactly how they're usually real depicted. mean girl stuff, you know, yeah, a little Just politicking like, yeah. kind of thing. It's like <laughs> the, the Grand Inquisitor totally has a this Grand Inquisitor has a big old burn book. Yeah. Um, yes. And <laughs> she's she's not having this because she turns around and runs him through. Who's in the gutter now? So my question is pretty much what's going on here? Oh, man. Because we know the Grand Inquisitor dies years later in Rebels in his yep. duel with Kane and Jarrus. So my guess is she, my only guess can be she missed every major organ and he's not really dead. Thoughts on 
is he dead or and and please nobody say the, say the word no um, no I have to I have to but no, you know he's this is Matt Ryan this, 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 uh, four listen. sensitive clones aren't a come thing come on no, no, I, I just I don't yeah I guess so Matt Romano I, uh, go Matt Romano I, I don't want to say it's clones begrudgingly through <laughs> but it's clones no <laughs> no it would be pretty it would be something though wouldn't it because like eventually we have to start getting to the whatever the the cloning is that's going on in the Mandalorian and I'm probably. They're probably saving that. This is reveal. so much earlier. <laughs> I know it's so much earlier. But like, how, I mean, he's got to be dead. Like, what do you mean, missed organs? He's dead. I hate that they did this. He's dead. It's surprising. You hate that they did this. <laughs> the way is that this I your see least it... favorite part of the whole thing. No, no, actually, I love this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but wow, um... that was a quick about face. <laughs> I, think, I think the way that I see it is very much like um, the, the they know, and by they I mean the the powers that be over at Lucasfilm and Disney, etc. Know that the majority of people who are going to be watching Kenobi have not watched Clone Wars or Rebels, or maybe Clone Wars, not less likely for Rebels. So. It's a nice little tick for those of us who have, who will sit around talking about what the heck did they just do? Did they kill mm. this dude? He's not supposed to die yet. And then it's going to be a nice narrative turn for Reva when she thinks that she is kind of in the clear in a way. And then he all of a sudden just comes out of the darkness with his red saber lit up again. And mm. she has to face down this this fear and this uh, this leader who thinks she thinks does not understand or respect her in the way that she wants to be. I think that's a good, a good call on that, Caitlin. And I think it's, it's, it's more coherent and thank you for saving me from Matt Romano. <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry, but, but, but you're, no, I know it can't be clones, but I don't know. I just like, he's got to come mean, back unless part, they made a part real, of me, part of me was like as much as, and I really like Rupert friend and yeah. part a lot. And as we yeah. pointed out, we missed the whole Mr. Wickham connection with that. Which shares a title with what Matt Matt tells me is our 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 least listened to episode ever. Yes, yes, yeah. we have a, we have yeah. a show that's titled like Death to Mr. Wickham. It is our least downloaded episode there of all the. Is backs. anyone surprised? Sometimes <laughs> there is no try. There's just failure. Yeah. Um. But uh, yes, I'm surprised because that was a good episode. It was, it was a good, good episode. episode. Go back and listen to that one, everybody. That was it's a good, good episode. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There's a lot but of Pride like, and Prejudice references. So, so <laughs> if so if Rupert Friend, who I like in this part, if the Grand Inquisitor comes back, I'm like. Will it be Jason Isaacs when it comes back? And why? It's like, I don't really care, but that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Somehow oh, wow, the answer okay. to the whole weird head thing. And then I'm like, I don't care. But huh, the, the, at the end of the day, Dave Filoni is 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 so high up there. He's consulting consultant on this show. They know enough about the Inquisitors through Rebels and everything else. So they know yeah. what the canonical death of it is. They're not, I don't see any possibility that they're just like, well, that doesn't count. They're discrediting that entire sequence in something that is can the bridge is breaking canon in that way. There's going to be, I think the CMB promise yep. that Reva will, will be big and bad and may even say, I'm the leader of the inquisitors now. No, and, you ain't girl. And then he's <laughs> no. going to take that back. Cause I don't see her living through this series. No. Um, so that's what happens when you Matt Romano, when you quest after revenge. Yeah. You know what happens? <clears throat> the you revenge yourself, eats you. Usually, Yep. Yeah, I have been out for revenge <laughs> so long, I've forgotten who, anyway. Okay, so back on the ship, leaving with Leia, she asks Obi-Wan if he's okay, and all he can say is Anakin. Oh. He realizes Anakin is not dead, oh. Anakin's alive, or more accurately, Darth Vader is alive. And we cut to Darth Vader, fully unsuited in a Bacta tank, Nice, Hayden Christensen, 
in full. I screamed. I screamed. I know you did. Caitlin and Bush, talk to us about your experience. A Hayden in a back to tank. I, he obviously he's he's all scarred up. He looks very much like we expect Anakin to look like at this point. And I am so excited to watch Hayden Christensen come back and embody this role. Yeah, I he just looked, I, he was so chalky, wasn't he? He was look, so chalky. He was so disgusting looking, flaky. You know. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah. You know, it, it was surprised how much like he he kind of not. Exactly, but he looked a little like Sebastian Shaw at the end of Return of the Jedi. Well, as as he should, I think that's yeah. probably something that Closer they were very to that intentional than he about. ever yeah. has been before. It has to be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just I'm I don't have any coherent thoughts beyond just screaming noises in my head. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so excited, and you just can't hide it. And CMB, you got to stop taking those caffeine pills. <laughs> um, <laughs> So Obi-Wan's life, as we said, oh, no, for the, and that, and that, I should end, is the end of part two for all of those events, cannon, cannon, fire! <laughs> and so, to sum up, Obi-Wan's life still revolves around Anakin Skywalker, from both of his children to the 501st clone in the street, when Reva says he can't escape him, she is, metaphorically at least, absolutely correct. As Vader once says to Luke, there is no escape. <laughs> in time. Obi-Wan is going to have to come to accept it and accept it. He does thoughts on everything we saw as a final question, Matt Romano, final thoughts. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, that, that we didn't get like a full on Vader reveal at the end. That's probably the only shot in the trailer that wasn't in these first two episodes is the shot of Vader and like his gloves going on and stuff, you know, like, so they, they still saved the big Vader money shot for a future episode. Like you haven't seen him in the helmet yet. Mm. Like it was like a good, it was good that we saw Hayden first, but yeah. you know, we're going to still they, wait for that moment. They, you know? they played us just right. Just that. right. They're exactly. playing, they're playing us perfectly. Yeah. Take your time. And I think that's a good, another good point that you bring up Matt Romano mm-hmm. in that all, aside from that and maybe a couple other scenes in the trailers, every, almost everything from the trailers has just happened. Yes. I'm parts. pretty sure. So we're going in. It's like, and a whole lot that wasn't like Lil Leia wasn't in any of the trailers. And oh, she yeah. dominates, but it's yep. like, it's uh, what? Yeah. What planet we're going to now? I mean, I mean, and, we know what planet, but like, what's everything going to look like? We don't know. Anything you, you would, that we've left out that you would like to add Caitlin and Bush. I really hope Lola is okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. She's cute. I really want you to own a Lola. <laughs> well, that's an option apparently. So, so. <laughs> so I guess my final question for the both of you is, did you like it? I feel like I already know the answer, but Matt Romano. I did you like loved it? it. I loved it. I, I knew I was going to love it. I, it didn't disappoint. I just like, there, there was just no way this wasn't going to be good. I'm, I'm fully on board, really enjoying it. Feels very different than Mandalorian and Boba Fett, which is good, which is a very good thing. Like that we yeah. take these like departures from those worlds. We're getting so much Star Wars. Oh, it's wonderful. Follow up question. Did it surpass your expectations? I th- no, it's gonna. Maybe, maybe the, you know, maybe you it's have like. expectations that it's going to surpass your expectations. Yes, I have expectations that's going to surpass my expectations. Let's not forget how expectations yeah. always work to, yeah. to, to someone's detriment. Yeah, yeah no, I think, I think like, you know, this is, I'm just as excited as I thought I'd be. I don't know if I could be more excited. It was good. Okay. Just yeah. as excited as he thought yeah. he was going to be. And then doesn't know if he could be more excited. Same question. <laughs> Caitlin Ambush. Did you like it? Loved it. 
uh, didn't know what to expect from this, knew I was going to love it no matter what it was, and I love it even more than I thought I was, largely because of this Leia connection, giving her so much more weight. Uh, even at, as a tiny little 10-year-old, she is completely stealing the show. Uh, she is reading every single thing that Obi-Wan is feeling, and I'm really excited to see more of their interaction. Someday you'll find it the Leia connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and Caitlin and Bush. But did I'm you getting love it? the feeling that Caitlin and Bush, it surpassed your expectations. You pretty much said it, but it, but did it? I think I think so. I think that's fair to say, largely because I I I was so excited about this that I was not giving myself the chance to like be let down by it, and it still was better than I could have ever hoped for. Yeah. Mm. I think I think that there's a there's a lot of wisdom in that because we've we we've already touched on this a little bit, but with with all things, especially Star Wars is is no stranger to it. There's a danger in expectation. We expect mm. too much. We expect you know, and and there's no good will come from that. So acceptance, and what happens will happens, and what what will be will be. But anyway, okay. So we got ultimately we can all agree, Caitlin and Bush needs a Lola. <laughs> and, and that's going to do it for now. <laughs> I know they were big things that we brushed right past, but there's a lot happening. Ooh, so so much. we will get to all of that in time. We're going to go to break now, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. Don't turn us off. This is Vanessa Marshall, and you're listening to Return of the Pot, a podcast about Star Wars. May the Force be with you. And as always, many boats. We're back, and now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. There is so much to talk about, and we are going to have to do it very quickly. The news coming out of Star Wars Celebration was never ending, so we're just going to go through the biggest bits, and I'm going to try and get through what these things are as quickly as possible. Give it to us, Brian. Are you both ready? Yeah, just go through it. Here we go. Okay, here we go. New show called Star Wars Skeleton Crew, set in generally the same time as The Mandalorian, will be coming in 2023. It will come from executive producers John Watts, Christopher Ford, John Favreau, and Dave Filoni, and it will star Jude Law. Caitlin, Love Jude Law. Hit that box. Love it. Season three of The Mandalorian is set for February of 2023, and it was announced that Katie Sackhoff will definitely be back as Bo-Katan Kreese. Things were seen and discussed at Celebration. Bo-Katan may be an antagonist this season. They showed a little trailer that was not made public, but it has leaked pretty much everywhere on TikTok and everywhere else, so we do see what's in it. It will indeed see Din Djarin returning to Mandalore to redeem himself after becoming tarnished because of his helmet removal. Heatland and Bush, check that box. Yes! The worst kept secret in gaming was confirmed. Jedi Fallen Order is getting a sequel called Jedi Survivor. The trailer mm. for that came out. Cal Kestis and BD1 are back. Caitlin and Bush, check that box. Done. All of the Project Luminous authors were present and had a big panel. They discussed the next phase of the High Republic, continuing in both books and comics. Adventures will now be over at Dark Horse and not IDW, and we know this phase is going back in time. And the most exciting one, uh, the most exciting part of that and the most exciting one of these news stories to me, because of the time jump backwards, is that it's going to focus on a young version of a character named Porter Angle. Is he a cook? Is he a master Jedi? He's both. 
in his prime called The Blade. Fans of him will know he is sometimes referred to as the Blade of Bardada. And now we're going to see him in his prime. Caitlin and Bush, check that box. Caitlin and Bush, check that box. Okay, we found out, we found out in earnest what Tales of the Jedi actually is. Woo! It's a series Woo! of animated shorts done in the Clone Wars Bad Batch style. Dave Filoni is overseeing this because apparently there's no end to what he can do and he's just not busy enough. There will be 15 minutes apiece. They will cover prequel era Jedi. Only six of these are confirmed for now. Three shorts will cover various points in Ahsoka Tano's life and three will cover Dooku's life. So that means we'll get young Dooku, but also young Qui-Gon, who will be voiced by Liam Neeson. Yeah. Ashley Eckstein. Ashley Eckstein mm. is involved. Good. And from what Dave Filoni said in an interview, it sounds like James Arnold Taylor is also in the mix. Matt Lanter confirmed himself he's back in the mix. So it's a little Clone Wars reunion Good. going on here. Wow. They showed the first one at Celebration, which is all about baby Ahsoka Tano and her mother. It's really focused on Ahsoka's mother, who is played by Battlefront 2's Aiden Versio, the great Janina Gavankar. Caitlin and Bush, check that box. Got it. The Bad Batch. <laughs> oh, my God. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Will return for <laughs> season two in the fall of 2022. So soon. This year. Oh, my goodness. This year. Um, so will Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi is this year, so too. So much. Too much, Brian. The too Bad much. Batch with Rika, Tick, Iko will return for season two in the fall of 22. They showed a trailer, which is now available online. D. Bradley Baker said that we can expect Cody to show up and have scenes with Crosshair. And we do see Cody in the trailer. And mm. he's holding a knife. Caitlin and Bush, check that box. Yes. A third Lego special, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation, will come out on August 5th, which is a very important You're just day. making this up now, Brian. Not just, nope, not, they had a whole panel, and not just because August 5th is an important day, not just because it is the day this special comes out, it's also my birthday. So yeah. what am I getting for my birthday this year? Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation, that's what Caitlin and Bush, check that box. Sounds fake, but great. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I promise oh, you, it's I not. know, I know. It's, I saw the headline. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And anymore. I also, I promise you, it, that is my birthday. It's oh, I know. Thing. It's a weird thing to lie about. Star Wars Ahsoka. You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. Is barely uh. three weeks into production, but they had a presence anyway. Rosario Dawson appeared on a panel along with Natasha Liu Bordozo, who is now unequivocally confirmed to be playing Sabine Wren Sabine. on the show, making her celebration. Celebration debut. Yes. Chopper is also confirmed to be on the show, and they showed a very short tease that was not posted online, but again, it's pirated everywhere, and you can clearly see Hera Syndulla as well as the mural that's being painted at the end of Rebels. So we don't know who's playing Hera, but based on some things Dave Filoni has said, I doubt that it's Vanessa Marshall, but she's almost certainly in the show. So is the ghost. Chopper, or as Dave Filoni, I can't believe he actually did it. He actually called him Chopper at one Chopper. moment. That's happening. Star Wars Ahsoka uh, is definitely happening, and it's 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 filming right now, and they were all there, and they were just on break, and most of the crew was at Celebration anyway because they love it that much. Caitlin and Bush, check that box. Done. As if all of this wasn't enough, guess what else? What else, Brian? Is there more? Volume 2 of Star Wars Visions. Oh, my God. Coming 
that. Spring 2023. <laughs> and this time it's not just Japan. It's also South Korea. And then they're making it a more global experience with Whoa. shorts also coming from India, Europe, Ireland, all over the map. All oh kinds God. of oh animation in all kinds of styles. They say it's going to take some time, but look for that in spring 2023. Caitlin and Bush, check that box. Got it. Matt already wants the Italian version of... <laughs> What? Who cares? He wants Star Wars visions. Yeah, Death Star's a Star Wars meatball. Story. Oh, man. Okay. Well, Ewan said hello there. Hayden said this is where the fun begins. Sam Whitward screamed Kenobi. Tamura Morrison said like a bantha more than a few times. He also sang and did a haka and generally lost his mind in the best way. There was no escape. So much. Man. So Ooh. much. Those the biggest <sighs> items, but there was just so much more going on. If you watched any of the live stream on YouTube, you know what I'm talking about. And I, I, if you care, and if you're listening to us, I imagine that you do. Yeah. There are some interviews that I would definitely seek out, and they're separated on the Star Wars YouTube channel. So say you just want to watch Dave Filoni, that one is always going to be money in the bank. Mm. You want to just watch Diego Luna. You just, I highly recommend Tamora Morrison. Yeah. Tem- Tamora Morrison really knows what he's doing when it comes to being with a crowd. He <laughs> lost his mind. Sadly, Ming-Na was sick and couldn't be there. Uh, but then you have Hayden and Hayden. and Ewan just doing their thing. Broing out. Like just having the best time. Yep. And bros generally being bros. overrun. Bros. But he just kept saying, he's like, when they came out, people didn't like our movies, but now they like them and it's really nice. And there's just a genuine quality to that. And I'm like, dude, you have no idea how that is. I mean, he yeah. would know, yeah. but um, but he's not wrong. It's all, and there's also a delightful, just Kelly Marie Tran and Billy Lord just there just talking yeah. about stuff. It's yeah, silly. Yeah. It's quite delightful. So all of that is on uh, the Star Wars channel on YouTube. So you can relive it if you want. As we said, and there's, and also there's so much more. There's so much more news in terms of the parks. Merchandising. 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 And on and on. But so we're going to be talking about all of this news for a while. And it's just not going to stop. As I said, guys, Caitlin and Bush, Matt Romano, there's <sighs> no escape. No, there, there is a lot to speculate for all of that. A lot of, we got to get to work. It's a later date, my gentleman. Yeah, time yeah. to get time to get to work. Time to get to work. Let's get to work. That's going to take us into real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. First off, I want to thank everybody who came out to our very impromptu and last minute hastily thrown together live stream <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> the two of them text me and they're like, "Caitlin, jump on on Instagram. We're I, we're live." No. Matt did that. I didn't because yes. Matt was like during we knew we knew because we couldn't record that night. We knew that that Caitlin and Bush couldn't be there. But Matt, during the day, he was so hopped up on goofballs that he texted me and was like, should, should we do, is this crazy? Should we do an Instagram live tonight? Are you free? I'm like, I'm always free. Man. Yeah, so, so delightful. So we we were like, let's do it. And then an hour later in classic fashion, he's like, oh, that's right. I, I have family and responsibilities. I can't do it. Man. I'm like, OK. And then I thought. Well, I still want to do it. I'm like, if it's just me, is that weird? He's like, no. I th- and he's probably like, yeah. No, no it's like, great. No, go ahead. They'll like it. So I'm like, okay. And then he st- he came in and, and was there anyway. So I don't know what the hell's going on over Chaos, there at the, at the Romano household. Chaos, um, yeah. But thank you to everyone who was there. We're going to do more of those because we generally enjoy, uh, well, I enjoyed myself and that's really all that matters. Um, Edward James Cruz Abreu on Twitter tweeted to us. Asking if apparently I didn't notice this was something I do, and I did it in this episode. I mm-hmm. whenever I talk about like lightsabers ignition, 
I've, I've come to spark use up. the phrase spark up. Yeah. Oh, I don't realize that I, I guess I do that a lot. Yeah, that's um, uh, well, yeah. not a lot. I think that's just how you refer to yeah, spark yeah, turning up. on a lightsaber. It was, it was up. not. Yeah. I, I was. Not, it was. It's quick and it's snappy. And it was. I, yeah. I, I didn't. Never did. I said. I was like, oh, this is going to be a thing. But he was asking me if that has anything to do with a different form of spark. Hey, hey that's a fan. This is a family show. I don't know. It's this about. is for family. <laughs> Would you like to try that again? <laughs> Uh, this is a family show. This is says for family. The, says the guy who's about to sexually molest a protocol droid. <laughs> oh my God. Jeez. We, went from, we went from like 20 yeah. to 80 with that. After everything show. you just pulled in this episode, for you to say it's a family show is the is the biggest about face since, no, I didn't expect too much. So you anyway. expected a lot, whatever so you did. Anyway. It's like, I hated it. I yeah. loved it. Anyway. That's, that's the Matt Romano promise. No, that was not intentional. But they also listed their yeah. favorite. They they love. They're they're back in our visions episode. They're not fully caught up yet, mm. uh, oh, okay. Edward. And thank you for writing to us, Edward. But I thought this is funny. They love all of our running bits, and they have here the here here are their top five favorites. Oh my god! Where five is sparks up, which is I guess a running a new bit. bit. It's yeah, a bit yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bit. Four is they fly now. They fly now. They fly now. Come on, Matt, <laughs> g- give it a little something. They you? fly now. They fly now. They fly now. Three is Werner. I'm so I'm so happy to have made the list. Thank you. Two is Red Blades, which Matt's heart just is not <laughs> in not anymore. In it and anymore. the absolute best is let's let's go to our friend. Actually, we're gonna ask Harris Harrison Harrison Ford. Um, what do you think no, the number one running bit is? Um, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that well, you should care because it's yeah. you <laughs> saying what you just did. I do, I do anyway, like that one. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for writing to us, and that's going to do it for Real Talk. With that, we're going to keep cruising along, but we'll be back sooner than you think because the next episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kenobi! is making a move to Wednesday. Oh, is man. moving to Wednesday, which Ooh, was our biggest fear. <laughs> oh, man, Matt, you got your wish. You're like, I like my Star Wars on Wednesday. Yeah, no, no, this is good. I like, you know, Star it's Wars good on, on Wednesday. She's like, it's, oh, man. It's good on Wednesdays. We get the show out quicker, you know? That's this, true. This whole That's Friday true. thing, holiday thing. You know, thanks, everybody, for waiting. Sorry it took so long, but we got it. And we're yeah. dropping this episode on the day a new episode of Obi-Wan comes out. So, well, so you know, we're, ca- we're, we're playing yeah, catch up now. Catch that's up, the plan catch up. Anyway, right, yeah, yeah. we'll see if it actually we'll see if happens. It happens. <laughs> um, so everything crossed, hmm. uh, but we're also going to do, so we're going to cover part three next time and do all the other stuff we usually do. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and TikTok at return of the pod. You can visit our website at return of the and leave us messages and voicemails. You can visit return of the store where you can buy all kinds of merchandise and lackluster mugs and all kinds <laughs> of other things. You can also find us directly. Caitlin and Bush every so often you can be found where every so often I can be found at, at Caitlin in Bush, that is C-A-I-T-L-I-N-M, Bush like the beer, not like the presidents. Matt Romano, you can be found where? You can find me at Matt Romano on Twitter, at at M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O. And I can be found on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, and TikTok, at Brian Silliman, that's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, and give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them, take it Chevy, and remember... Hope it's like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. Many boats and be the spot.